0: Mr. Waller, I've offered this man a lot of money to do this, okay? Because it's worth it to me. However, I don't care if I end up penniless. I don't care if I have to spend my life savings. I will see to it that you end up in the hospital for one week, Mr. Waller. Do you understand me? <laughs> I need me a Japanese. Ah! <laughs> I love it! I love it! I'm going to meet people from everywhere! I need me a Japanese! I don't have to defend the title tonight. I'm here, and I'm going to be here until I feel like I want
1: to leave. And if you don't like me being here, train to be a professor, professor, get in this ring, and I'll beat you like I own you.
2: So as far as shows go, and as far as shows that we have to talk about for
3: this show, do you want to talk about this show? Yeah, I think we can definitely talk about this show. <laughs> What is the show? What 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 show are we discussing? Um, well, first of all, welcome to uh, we don't know evolve evolve seven Aries versus Moxley. Um, the show we're gonna be talking about is evolve seven Aries versus Moxley. Right. Um, And that's the yeah. Um, it's a show. I feel confident in that assessment, and I feel like we both feel comfortable saying that. Um correct me if I'm wrong
2: there's wrestling, yes. and it happens on a on an a v i file is what I have, and I assume that makes it uh technically a wrestling show, so there we go for
3: sure for sure um this is the um longest break between any evolved show so far um evolve six happening November twentieth. Evolve seven happening April nineteenth. That's a gap. My goodness! Really, I'm sorry. Say it again. Say, it. um, evolve six happens on November twentieth. Evolve seven April nineteenth.
2: Okay.
3: He really wow put his took his foot off the gas there. Um, yeah, that's that's a long
2: time. Um, yeah, it's Dragon oh, Gate USA a all the time. I just saw the title for for number nine. And I'm, boy, am I Ooh. excited. <laughs> Ooh.
1: It's
2: a rematch from this show, apparently. Um,
1: okay. spicy
2: one. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what the, um, I didn't know what the main event here was, but I figured it out by process of elimination. That's good. Um, by about halfway through. Um, but do you yeah,
3: do, do just want to start from the very beginning of, uh, I'm assuming the file that you have, the DVD that I have, and just... Break this down really uh, academically, as it were, uh, as we do on we Don't know evolve. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I was I was trying to find the beginning of my notes, and I, I I it it's very interesting because a lot of the times with my notes I'll be and I'll, I'll be in multiple places at one time when I, where I'm like watching or not <laughs> I won't be in multiple places at one time. Let me take that back. I do not have that ability. It would be very valuable if I did. Um, no, I find myself watching the show in multiple places over the course of one Evolve show. Um, so I'll be at work. I'll be at my desk. I'll be watching it on my phone. I'll be upstairs in the living room, downstairs in the basement. It's it's a thing you got to do. I joked that I only watch these shows in one sitting, but I've never watched one of these shows in one sitting because that is fucking impossible. Um, you you're You might hurt yourself if you do something like that. I yeah, at least gonna pull something yeah <laughs> uh no man you fucking get your ass kicked for doing some <laughs> shit like that. uh no uh the first thing i notice um is that the show files two hours and eight minutes um decent length you know yeah yeah that's, man that's, it's promising that's less than one episode of monday night raw uh which i believe is the longest uh syndicated episodic television series of all um so that's what the communists would have you believe yeah yeah no i uh, i'm i'm excited i'm I'm excited two hours eight minutes hell yeah hell yeah 128 minutes that's uh that's shorter than a lot of my favorite movies um it's longer than some of them too Um,
3: that's how the cookie crumbles on this sort of thing in movie times primer 74 minutes you ever see primer i have seen primer yeah, it's a tight 74, that's what they say in the industry. And it doesn't feel like a movie that could go longer without hurting someone. It would also be a mo- something <laughs> that you would not want to watch uh for longer than 74 minutes. It's uh, arguably about 10 minutes too long. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um This now is, this show
2: <laughs> kind of, you know, I I feel like I don't want to get too far off subject before we even start talking about the show. But as far as uh, time loops and folding back in on itself, by the end of this show, I did feel like I was stuck in an infinite loop Um, going back to backstage vignettes with Austin Aries, you know, tightening his kick pads and Sammy Callahan talking about the business, brother. and um,
3: There's there's some R.E.S.P.E.C.T. up in here. Yeah, there is. There is. And around and around and around. My first note is John Moxley walking into the building with his luggage, which I now assume that's how most people walk into these buildings, um, as a professional wrestler. Could be wrong. He walks past a dumpster? Symbolism? Maybe? I, I was more um, in awe of the uh, stack of barstools, because I have not seen staff such as this. Um, stack of barstools? Stack of barstools. Um, I not see that. Not giant page views. Um, they, these were three high. I was like, that seems dangerous, but also it looks very steady and safe. Okay. Um, good on you. Um, That's B. how B. they Kings do it at the BB B. Kings. Yeah. 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 First, first of all, show at the BB Kings. Um, won't be the last. Won't be the last. Um, it's a good venue. Much tinier venue.
1: Um,
2: yeah. I mean, so, yeah, once we we get past the very long opening seg- segment which is literally just a shot of John Moxley walking past a dumpster um yeah they open up and, and we see this venue has atmosphere i was like oh yeah this is this feels like a place where a wrestling show should be it's not just a gym in rawway um which again not that bad but for this kind of show the crowds they're drawing the type of audience they draw it's not very good for for the the six people who make noise and the 150 people who Sit on their hands. Um, yeah, I got excited.
3: Yeah. Got, and Larry Legend's going to be our ring announcer for the evening.
2: Yes. And I saw him and I heard his angelic voice. Uh, Larry Legend, of course, uh, known for uh, being replaced by MLJ and then uh, replacing MLJ again. And then I think back and forth a couple of times. Um, MLJ, of course, uh, bad opinions ever. Um, Larry so Legend,
3: up, an actual ring announcer. Um, right. Who, who does go beyond the professional wrestling um, probably doesn't live
2: in his parents basement no
3: can't no. confirm
2: if he does or not no. but i can confirm mlj lives in his parents basement probably has a nice two
3: bedroom apartment yeah um good for larry good for larry he fucks bitches in there <laughs> i don't i cannot confirm nor deny larry legend fucking bitches in his two bedroom <laughs> apartment uh, uh, yeah, no. Larry's cool, man. Larry's all right. I'll, I, I'm okay with Larry. You fuck with Larry? I mean, more than I fuck with Emil J. <laughs> okay, sure. high bar. Um, Zema Ion versus Jimmy Jacobs. That's your opener. No, it's not. Shima Zion versus Jimmy Jacobs is your opener. What did I say?
2: You said Zema Ion.
3: <laughs> I I feel like yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um. <laughs>
2: One I ro- is definitely DJ, the other is just a guy with like hairspray.
3: <laughs> this is entire. Well, no, character. that's DJ Z. Um, there's the ion. His saga is not two things. It's not hairspray DJ. Um, there is a Zima phase, which is n- neither here nor there.
2: Um, is it the the sparkling beverage?
3: Yes that's it
2: okay um i've never had one i know they brought it back and there were irony kids who were like having a having a zima and now icing is a thing do you know about icing
3: with with smirnoff's yeah you yeah you like
2: you yeah
3: a thing six years ago sure why not
2: uh, is that a thing is that that was a thing a long time ago i just heard about it but i'm just heard about it 100 100 years old um i don't
3: think kids still do it i'm I'm not out there. Man, all right. Well, can we cut this part? <laughs> <laughs> um Filipino Flex Factory. Um I'm, so- I'm sorry. That's what Larry calls Shima. Um, Zion.
2: The Filipino Flex Factory.
3: Yes. All right. I thought it said Filipino Sex Factory at first, and I then had to change some notes once um Whoever's on commentary, I think Rob Naylor, um, says that. Which I think we, we probably should say it right now, right? Yeah, we should. Lenny Leonard, yep. um, nowhere to be found.
2: Yeah, I um, I, I had to like walk around. I had to do a little pacing. I uh, I smoked a cigarette, which I'm not an active smoker, but I am a semi-active smoker again. Uh, it's just the cost of being a Fucking parent of a newborn, I guess. Um, I I got real upset when I saw or when I heard um, look, I like Rob Naylor. Rob Naylor is like kinda lame. Um, but of course he is, and he's like he would be the first to admit that. Um he's not Lenny. Um show me your feet. I sent I sent you my dick. Talk to me, Rob Naylor. Um no, I I I got real sad when Lenny was not there. Where's Lenny? Where? String. Where the fuck is Lenny?
3: It's from The Wire. S- I haven't seen it still. Um, that, that's from season one. Ooh, actually, wow. <laughs> so, I was gonna, I was gonna take a guess, but like, I'm glad I didn't. That would have been embarrassing for everyone.
2: You could get to that scene in a single weekend without even trying that hard.
3: I could probably just search it
2: and find Me it really yep. quick. It wouldn't mean much, but all right, it wouldn't mean
3: much anyway. Long-term um, storytelling, man. It's... Heard the wires yeah, not that good anyway. Um, so rest fan. <laughs> not as good as uh, my night raw. Uh this is the first match in the spoiler match series. Um, it came from your genius and mine, Gabe Sapolsky. Um, where the three men tied for the wins leader of Evolve, um, will face a newcomer to Evolve. Uh, they are labeled the potential spoiler, uh, in this situation. Um innovative stuff from the Gabe Man. Um I actually like this match. I don't know how you feel. But About I like match? Yes. Um I
2: don't know the match is fine. I thought it was kind of nothing. Uh but like inoffensive and like pretty all right.
3: Um, um inoffensive popcorn wrestling is better than most of what Evolve is offered. Um through six shows, right? Well,
2: so I think that's what a lot of this show is in general. I think I think this particular show has a lot of inoffensive and pretty all right matches, um, and that's why it feels like nothing to really talk about, except for some really good stuff that we'll get to um, the 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 cream of the crop as far as the absolute shittiest shit is concerned. Um, now, there's some all right stuff here. Um, the spoiler match thing is really funny to me because. Um, there's a certain point, like really early on, when um, Rob Naylor is like uh, he says the spoiler match concept, and we'll explain that more to you a little
3: later. Like he teases it, and then he just explains it like 15 seconds later. Yeah, like there is no gap really. Um, he doesn't say a whole lot between the word spoiler match concept and explanation. Yeah. Um, I he, it, <laughs> Rob Naylor is. I don't know. I've I've
2: heard a lot of words come out of Rob Naylor's mouth over the years. Um, now, I, I bought a um, I, I had a VHS tape um, that Rob Naylor would have hand dubbed and written uh, with his own handwriting on the uh, on the label. Uh, the first in his collar and elbow compilation series back in 2003, probably um, that he was selling on uh, on the CCW fans board. Um, I have a long history of Rob Taylor. Um, I've listened to God knows how many, you know, Goodwill wrestlings and uh, Joe versus the world episodes with him on there. Um, CZW commentary like this guy is a huge part of, you know, I don't want to say my identity as an indie wrestling fan in the US, but like he is an ever present force in US indie wrestling over the last fuck, 20 years now. Almost. Um, he's not, he's not Lenny for one thing. Um, and he makes some really fucking weird, like lame references throughout. Um, I just want to make sure you're recording, right? We're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I, just remember- I just remembered I was going to do a backup recording of it and I and forgot to didn't. turn it on. Just yeah. Didn't. That's all right. I was in a hurry to get down here. Uh, Rob Naylor, um, doesn't post as good thirst traps as Lenny. No, definitely no. post them.
3: Just sounds good.
2: Uh, you know what? I've seen Rob Naylor's abs Circa 2013 and they're really something um, But I, I, I can't imagine they're uh, Up to snuff anymore He was nah. he was down there trying to impress the boys You know
3: um, He look, was working the Largo loop Wow That's a good Largo loop I Haven't heard that in a, in a minute
2: Scoop number 42 Scoop number 42 JJ Williams WON Shout out!
3: I don't know that guy. He keeps me out a little bit. Um, <laughs> what? His avatar or his posts? No. Well, I can't get into it. I don't have the mental energy to talk about him having a chauffeur of some kind. Um, <laughs> that was yeah. It's just a lot. I don't have it in me. Um, I do have it in me to talk to you about um Jimmy Jacobs um wrestling a professional wrestling match, uh, here. Um, he's wearing pink. Um, and you're gonna hear that a lot during the show. Uh lots of folks wearing pink armbands for Larry Sweeney. Um Oh yeah, okay, sure. So you're gonna get sad multiple times during the show um as they weave in announcers who will remind you that people are wearing pink armbands because Larry Sweeney um is is dead. Um sure. So you get that going for you. I need me a Japanese. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gotta be the intro for this one.
2: Definitely. Uh, So it's interesting, Larry Sweeney. um, I his his like hot period was perfectly lined up with me not watching wrestling. Um, That like oh six to twenty ten. I've I've caught some Larry Sweeney after the fact. I had seen him a few times before in early Chikara. Um and he was notable, but like his real you know peak oh seven oh eight whatever it would have been um I didn't see it, and I've still never seen it i i think that's uh that's one of my biggest blind spots for sure uh it feels like uh something that you would like, oh yeah, for sure i you know wasn't he like a crazy like s- southern drug addict guy
3: yeah practically practically, practically yeah, um
2: that is my that's not that's just up my alley that is my alley that is Practically
3: you. Um, yeah, I'm right there. <laughs> That's my boy. Um, but this yeah, I like boy. the little little story this match is kind of telling. Um, they paint a little picture in the, in the commentary booth here that... Uh, uh, I'm going to not say this name correctly every single time. Um, Shima, uh, big <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs fan. Um, and he knows all of Jimmy Jacobs' big moves. Um, is ready to counter him. So, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm just into those little things because they're dumb. Um, and they make me happy. Uh, so when Shima wins, it's a, it's a fun one. It's a fun one. Um,
2: yeah, it's a good finish. And I, I feel like Jimmy, if, if nothing else, um, we've seen a few shows in a row where, in my opinion, Jimmy Jacobs has worked kind of a middling match that always manages to have an interesting stretch run and a like creatively uh, positioned and uh, paced finish that um, either will come out of nowhere or come in a logical sense. That um, he, you know, it it factors into a lot of the times. It is a thing like that. I don't think. I'm like. This is Shima Zion. I'm sorry. What is his name? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh- I don't, it. I don't think it's Seema Cheyenne's uh uh like uh he's not producing this himself. I think you know, people talk about the, you know, Jimmy Jacobs mind for the business and whatever, and I, I think I've kind of shit talked it a little bit and debunked the myth of Jimmy Jacobs being a smart guy um on this very show. Um but I do think it's become pretty clear that he knows how to book a finish in one of his own matches, especially if the if his opponent is going over. Um he he knows how to make his the guy he's in there with look good, um, going over him. So, uh, yeah, and I think I think uh, uh, Zima, Shima, 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 Z- Shima Zion, Shima
3: Z- Zion, yep.
2: Shima Zion. Feel it. Fuck
3: man. Um, um, I have it back- written three different ways. Back to back shows where Jimmy does his uh, a couple of double, staying double stomps and then just takes a nice bump on the third one. Um, yeah, under this... the knees this time. Yeah, this time crashing um,
2: into Zion's knees. This seemed planned, whereas the last one, which I put in a gif, um, seemed like it was planned, but not like he didn't get there in the same way that he planned. Like <laughs> <laughs> things went wrong on the way there. Basically, um, no. I I think it's 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 got some cool stuff. Um, I don't know. I I remember. Again, as far as people, I missed a lot of in that late 2000s um, indie era. The rise of Shima Zion outside of Pittsburgh, Um, but I did always kind of see him in IWC, um, like those like 05, 04, like super indie tournaments, things like that. Uh, Him in Super Hentai, hell uh, yeah. Um, and I always thought he was cool. I thought he's, you know, it's like an indie indie moves guy. Um, he was good, and yeah, it's he's he's a Fuck, DJZ rules. I don't know. But I feel like his gimmicks have always sort of held him back a little bit. Um, I don't know. In, that's in a... your
3: defense also, uh, Shima Zion, um, Zima Ion, mm-hmm. DJZ um, didn't really have a big rise. So, like, there was like before he even became a thing, um, mm-hmm. he was in TNI. And then that's where you don't really see a lot of talent. Um grow and prosper um but he, yeah, he's come out of the other side of this looking pretty good um in two thousand nineteen you telling me that that uh
2: the great sonata was not a was <laughs> that wasn't a star making uh run i have you seen him lately
3: <laughs> <laughs> that beard i that whole his whole thing he's got man. A look yeah. Like, I, I'm going to say that's actually, I blame TNA for that. That's yeah. his mental state is because of that run. Um, okay. Let's go to the post postmaster If you're ready for that. Um, yeah. Cause the postmaster probably outshines the whole, the whole thing here. Uh, Zion says, jackasses don't run with race horses, uh, that's wh- right. which is good, which is good. Um, then couldn't couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Zion um, then says, got one last thing for Jimmy grabs a napkin out of his uh, trousers <laughs> uh, and says, Jemmy can either wipe away his mascara that he's going to cry off or stick it down his pants so it looks like he has a fuller bulge um, which is I don't know
2: <laughs> that's not
3: the exact wording
2: yeah, but that's I, not I, a I, verbatim I like, but you I like your editorializing there <laughs> um and of playing. course the ultimate irony of him telling him that you, you stuff this napkin down your pants it looks like you've got something down there is the fact that shima zion just pulled that <laughs> napkin from his pants uh, like he literally that's what he did was, was doing
3: that <laughs> um yeah it's there's a lot of bold choices he did here um and i'm all for it uh hope we get more um Shima Zion promos in the future, uh in the oh, Evolve yeah. universe. Well, the good thing about Evolve is that you can't
2: have a single match without somebody cutting a promo after it because of the pure sports, baby. Pure sports. Um why do they talk so much about Jimmy Jacobs sexuality on these shows?
3: I don't know. I don't know. Um I don't it's really not about sexuality this time though. It's just about his okay. dick size.
2: It's about genitalia, which is inherently sexual.
3: Maybe, maybe.
2: <laughs> oh, you gonna argue that? That's like the <laughs> that's like the least controversial thing I've ever said on this show.
3: Um. <sighs> all right, Jigsaw and Frightmare. <laughs> we're backstage. Um, oh my! The, this is the uh, a a new version the Chikara Seki Gun, uh, <laughs> of Jigsaw and Frightmare. God damn it! Don't, don't say those words. Sekigun, uh, they don't usually team together. Um and then Frightmare and Tozawa, Akira Tozawa of the WWE fame, um, start screaming at each other. And that's the end. There you go. Backstage segment done. Now what language were they
2: screaming at each other in? Because I was very confused by this. Is does Frightmare do you speak think Japanese? Screaming Is you?
3: has a language. I mean I do. I do. Okay.
2: Um I mean I've I've yelled. Um I've screamed.
3: Yes. Ah, uh, what language well, so was that? that? Uh, I mean, that was English. Okay, fair. Okay, well, <laughs> got me there, got me there. It's fine.
2: <laughs> um, if it's surrounded on both sides by English, then you can usually assume that it's English unless you can confirm that it's another language, and I can't confirm that, so I'm going to use, say I get you with logic, just oh, like the...
3: Context clues, okay.
2: Like the boys on Reddit will do when you try to tell them God exists. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think... I, I have this written down as Hidaka.
3: I know it wasn't.
2: I know it's not Hidaka, but I, hmm. for whatever reason, I, I wouldn't say
3: that. You know, I, I wouldn't I, admit. Oh, I thought this was the other um, Japanese guy who hasn't been on this roster yeah. in six shows. I knew I recognized him,
2: but it was just like, who is this guy? And I, you know, when he came out, I like saw like later in the show, but even before the graphic popped up, I was like, oh, it's Tozawa. And I meant to go back and fix my notes but i didn't and it still says Hidaka, and i was just like i guess hadaka is there but Hidaka is a very different looking person um but they're i don't know I, I just want to say i think it's really remarkable that gabe has managed to book three different japanese guys um so far in seven shows that's really incredible considering he's got a direct line to one of the main promotions in japan at this point um but yeah, I I thought this was really weird, and I didn't understand it. And I think it's really funny watching Jigsaw uh, talk uh, because you can't understand a word because of his mask. Um, it's it shows up later too when he talks on the mic; it's amplified, as microphones tend to do. Um, and man, it is a it is a thrill to to listen to him speak um
3: It's artist tree. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck man, seki gun. gun. Um, Kuma's army, and Tony niece versus Silas Young. All right. I don't know. So we're... <laughs> What's Silas Young, confirmed alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: Tony niece HGH. We get a.
3: Both classic of them. battle. Couple of, couple of addicts just doing their business on a squared <laughs> circle as it always has been done. Um a tale older than wrestling. Um I don't know. It's, it's an okay match. I didn't hate it.
2: I don't know. What's wrong? I mean, What's wrong? I just I didn't think it was okay, but I I don't know. Like this kind of thing. I what is this? Like six minutes long? I mean it's fine. It's there. I I I completely check out. Um, one well, thing is like this,
3: totally my shit, you know, this is just like I don't wrestling is rarely deep or has any sort of consequence. Um, sure, at least under at, at this time frame, it removes any of that uh perception. It's not trying to be that, it's not giving you the facade. That's a spoiler. Um, <laughs> that this is that wrestling is supposed to be more than that. Um and as Evolve has shown, not very good professional wrestling, um on the whole. So why bother? Why bother trying to give you that 15 minute mm, workers match, um <laughs> when you can just have like Seth Young doing some some weird flips, um and Tony not being horrendous. Um he doesn't really do I a mean... whole lot.
2: All right, so. Tony Nese, I guess is not horrendous, but Tony Nese, like he, mo- like he moves with the, um, I, the flair of a Ric Flair. Yes. I agree. Of like, a, a a bad, like created wrestler. Um, I know that's like become like a thing, a creator wrestler. He does all these different moves. He's a, but he, this guy, this, this is not Tony Nese does not look like that kind of creator wrestler. Um, I shouldn't even say creator wrestler because he moves, uh, structures his matches and stands and gestures gesticulates like uh an AI. Okay, like in and not even like a not a good one. Not like I mean we're talking like SmackDown just bring it era. Like he he feels like a day of reckoning uh NPC. You know? Okay, good pull, good pull. Um this is day Wrecking the one where you kill cops no that is wrestlemania twenty
3: five okay
2: okay um
3: <laughs> don't get the I don't get the reference <laughs> we, no. what, i don't there, you asked what video game where you get to kill cops i told you wrestlemania twenty five okay um no i i think uh it's
2: i think that's good first of all um but tony Nice is very much like a uh it's like somebody's idea of a good wrestler. Um like a a, a person who has just gotten into wrestling beyond whatever WWE or their you know like a, a really big like Seth Rollins fan, like they have a dream about a good wrestler that they've never seen before and that wrestler is, you know, Six feet tall, uh, has incredible abs, um, decent greasy hair, a bit of a beard coming through. He's got a tan, you know, very olive skinned, definitely um, Italian-American. And he he can do a a flip with ease, uh, but he doesn't, you know. Instead, he just does nothing Um, because he doesn't have to because he's very pretty. Um, Tony nice is, he is, he is just a, he's like a fucking placeholder, you know? Um, you could plug anybody into this match and like you or I could have been in there with him, with Silas young and just lay down for that stupid moonsault. Um, I don't know. I think Tony Nice is like one of, so that's the thing about Tony Nese, is he's not outwardly bad. He's just nothing he is the most nothing wrestler that I think I've ever seen. I've never seen a match of his where I was impressed by his performance. Um, and he also never, he he's, he's had nobody's best match. You know what I mean? Um, he's not bringing anybody above what they could do with, you know, a fucking crash test dummy or whatever. Um, He's just a, a warm body. That's what I think about Tony Nese.
3: Okay. Okay. Like, I'm not going to disagree with you. I maybe would have saved the diatribe for, like, the match that goes longer than 10 minutes, which is going to come up. Trust me. Tony Nese fixture your evolve. Um, <laughs> I don't know that. Good. Well, ah, got some news for you. Um, maybe, Maybe he'll impress me later on. Who knows? I'm going to tell you this. As someone that's seen his fair share of Tony Nese matches, if you got that experience of the six-minute Tony Nese match, the 20-minute Tony Nese match is going to do you some damage. Oh, um, no. That's, <laughs> like, you might quit um, after that one. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a a, a fine match. Um, like you said, you could put any there, anyone in there with Silas – um, and probably have the same match. Um, at the same time, Silas has some fun offense, and I'm going to be all there for it. Um, Silas shouting, I need this more than you, while kicking at Tony is something that I'm cool with. Um, and then him doing the the test big boot, also good.
2: Yeah, I have good big boot written down. There that go. was... Um. Also, Brett Lauderdale is the ref here, which is pretty funny.
3: I did not know what Brett Lauderdale looked like for a long time. Uh, oh. had the wrong guy in mind. Um, What did? Uh, what were you thinking? But now I don't know who the other guy I was thinking of is. But I have a okay. very clear image, um, of the guy. Couldn't describe it to him because he's very a very generic, um, brown haired individual. Um, huh. also a referee. But now I yeah. got nothing.
2: Uh, I I figured you probably meant a referee. I can't think of who that would be. Um, mm-hmm. although I can kind of. Is it Nick Papa Giorgio? No, no, because no. that
3: that guy's got short hair. Okay. Like it's. Well, so does so does Brett Lauderdale. So. Brett's got some hair, like that. It comes off the top. Like okay. I've not seen Papa Giorgio with non like near buzz cut levels hair.
2: That is true. That is fair. Um uh, I'll tell you what. Uh Brett Lauderdale. Uh so you know you know like Books and not. Right. yes. Got it, got Right. Yeah. Um probably multiple. Um not as many as MLJ though, which is interesting. Back to back around. Um so you know shorts, like short pants. I you know like pants, right? Yeah, under I've worn pants. All right, you know shorts, like at the name. Shorts, yes. OK, so every time I've seen Brett Lauderdale um, on a like a game changer show um, and and when I like when he walks past me in person at the Nick Gage Invitational, yes. every time I see him, he's wearing shorts, short pants that that go at least three inches past the knee. And like, think about how long hmm. your your shin and calf area. is. Yeah, um, I'm looking at mine right now and I got long fucking legs. Um, I'm, I'm looking at about maybe 10 inches. So like you think about like how far into your calf that, that would, that would put those shorts. Um, this guy, he doesn't know whether he's coming or going (laughs) when when it comes to the, to his, uh, his, his, uh, his bottom, his, uh, his bottom wear. Um, I don't think that's the correct term for that. Um,
3: you said short pants, so we're all, we're all confused right now.
2: Short pants.
3: Short uh, pants. That's
2: that's what he's all about. And uh that's basically all I got on Brent Lauderdale. But... The Capri Life, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the Maggie yeah.
3: Capris. Yeah. Sons. Um
2: That's that's the uh that's I I this guy got... he's a fucking gross looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> um I I see him go on rants on Twitter and yell at people sometimes. Um
3: There's definitely like changes, like, my whole uh, thought behind GCW. Um, Because of Brett Lauderdale, I was thinking, well, the person in my head was taller. Um, Still slimy looking, um, but didn't look like a rat. A literal rat. um, Yeah. Which he looks like. Like, he doesn't (sighs) look like someone that could ever, like, he would always be like the B henchman, like never even the top henchman, like the B. Um oh, no, he gets
2: blasted in like one. Of the, yeah, one of the very first scenes. Exactly. Uh, I I have I have a glass of vodka here that I'm gonna mix with a, uh, I just took a sip of straight vodka, so if you hear if you hear that on the
3: hit at home. Okay. Oh, my homies uh, out there.
2: Dive, mm. He, um, Rob Naylor says that uh, Silas Young finishes a moonsault-like maneuver. I agree. That seems about right. Yeah, I can't can't disagree. Um, hit some random links. Ri- <laughs> I have this written down as not the worst match in of history.
3: Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm with you. I'm here. So
2: there you go. I don't even know what it would be at this point. Um, <laughs> Larry Dallas is here.
3: Larry Dallas got, I have, Larry has a weird look on his face, uh, and then asked Silas, the alcoholic, wanna drink a beer? <laughs> um,
2: He's double fisting bottles of Corona Extra, and teasing Silas.
3: Which itself seems a little extra. Um, <laughs> uh, says that Silas can't make back-to-back shows, which I feels like this is back-to-back shows that Silas is making, so I'm not, hmm, not feeling <laughs> it. Um, Was there a Lost Evolve show? That's such a good question. I know there is a single DeMaio show, but like that seems like it does not line up in this timeline.
2: Hmm. Um.
3: 6.5. Silas wants Johnny. Johnny Organo, the person that gave him the alcohol to regain his alcoholism, even though I'm told you never stop being an alcoholic. No, yeah, everyday struggle. Everyday you know, struggle. A- Silas so just check, checking in every day, checking out. Um, try and maintain his lifestyle. Um, calls Larry a sleazy car salesman. It's... <laughs> it says he's going to slap Larry's whore. Oh, okay. I okay. That's what we heard. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure if he was calling Larry himself a whore. Larry's no. whore. Got it.
2: No, oh, he said he's going to go fight his his lady friend. <laughs> yeah. Gonna go hit that woman as well. <laughs> the baby face said. Yep.
3: <laughs> um, sky for those playing at home. Um, yep. She'll be back for more later. Ain't that the truth. Uh, <laughs> we go backstage. Austin Aries with his most generation next looking hair. Uh, And that's mm. it. That's all I got.
2: Doesn't he's, he's putting his kick pads on. He's like pulling them up over his. Yep. Yep. That's what. <laughs> That's a segment. See, this is the kind of thing that if you're, um, if you're doing like a, you know, T E W E W R, yep. yep, and you're booking one of those shows, and you're trying to like keep your average high, but you don't want to book two big matches in a row because of the way the, the scoring system in those games work. You need to book like a segment in between. Your two big cruiserweight matches or whatever, because yeah. that's what you're doing. Yeah, teams.
3: Tony's for size, young. And then John exactly. Size younger, you know, your two big matches, break them up. Right. You
2: book this because it's easy, and the guy's stats align with what you need them to, to to align with. Um, and you get a like a cool like 88 out of 100 on the segment where Austin Aries is shown backstage adjusting his kick pads.
3: Yeah, this is a work rate promotion. Your right an angle based on overness. There you go. Yep
2: yep that's how He's gabe not... learned how to book
3: he gets it he gets it yeah. um this is that There's the weirdest part about evolve 7 is that at least with the other evolves when there's a backstage segment it's bad but like stuff happens it um, feels like it fits some narrative
2: this is this is definitely
3: like gabe's trying to tell a story
2: yeah this is just him trying to break up the flow of the he just he doesn't want to have a and, I, look, like, I don't see a problem with just going from one match into the next. I don't think there's any reason you can't do that. You don't have to cut away. No. It's not It's not Raw. It's not SmackDown. It's not SmackDown either. This isn't even... <laughs> no. This shit ain't even 205 Live, all right? <laughs> um, even though it's got, like, 80% of the roster. <laughs> it's weird, right? How many of these people are on 205 Live in NXT... It's really strange. Um, It's almost like they're the same thing.
3: Yeah, there's one of them for sure.
2: (laughs) I got to make sure I'm not going to drink vodka straight again.
3: (laughs) Um, Next, Max. John Davis versus John Gargano.
2: The Battle of the Johns, I guess.
3: Battle of the Johns spelled two different ways. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, John Davis making his debut. His illustrious evolved career. His singles debut. This is true. He does debut at Evolve One, the DCFC, that Dark City Fight Club. That's right. Um, and then Gabe takes a few takes a little bet and says, "You know what? You know, let, let that simmer. Let that simmer." Um, and now he's back. Now he's
2: here. Um, They're gonna forget. The crowd's not gonna remember that. Nah, we're gonna take six months between
3: shows. Totally different venue or anything. Yeah. Different part of Jersey. No one knows a damn thing up here. Um this might be like Johnny Gargano's best evolved match to this point. Which is I mean
1: a, a bar not
2: re- high. I can't remember any other matches he had. That's fair. That's uh, fair. probably no, no other match Cole had Jackhammer, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, I know the jackhammer rules and uh what, there's like a spine buster right before it? Oh hell yeah. Yeah, that's that's a cool little sequence. Um no, I, I I have it written down here. I would have forgotten this otherwise. Um, so we, we i i I cannot help but mention every time uh, the fact that Gabe will not allow his wrestlers to come out to any licensed music, any like actual real music. Um, they come out to some like I guess public domain or um, what do you call it royalty free stuff that Gabe is allowed to use. Um, and both of the wrestlers come out to the same song every match like one song plays john davis comes out and the song continues to play while johnny gargano comes out i hope i'm like explaining that well enough for people who aren't watching these shows um please don't watch these shows um don't do it um the song that plays while they come out to the ring is the same song that plays under the rules of evolve video packages that have been on every other episode for lack of a better word um every other Revolve show um gabe has like a total of 10 royalty free songs that he owns the rights to and he will use the hell out of them every time um use your resources yeah i mean yes but fuck man it's he's <laughs> so uh this this shit feels very cheap to me when you hear the same songs over and over again and used in different um, you ever to be fair, that...
3: that is Gates' shtick to like a high degree, like on every level, his entire thing is, how can I do something that's supposed to be professional, um, but, but also cheap... do it the cheapest way possible?
2: Yeah, that's the Heyman influence. Um, have you ever heard um, in like the mid-2000s, you would hear in random ads on Spike TV, you would hear... Hardcore Holly's theme, and you would hear the Hardy Boys theme, just in random TV like ads for upcoming shows, usually on Spike TV, sometimes in infomercials.
3: I don't remember much from when I was eight. Oh,
2: god! Wait, what? What year were you born? Ninety-two? Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking, I'm talking like mid two thousands. Oh, like okay. Well.
3: I don't remember. I, the, I like didn't, I didn't mean that those
2: guys were actually working. Um, yeah, no. The, so I you, don't know. You, so a few of those like late nineties, like attitude era, mm-hmm. late attitude era uh, entrance themes were just public domain songs. <laughs> 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 <For real>? uh, <laughs> I know there's a couple others, but hardcore Holly and the Hardy boys um, were two of the, the, the ones you'd hear the most commonly in, you know, ad, I'm pretty sure there's like a Hardcore Holly, there's like a stack or two ad or something, like some energy pill ad uh, that's got Hardcore Holly's theme in it. Well,
3: uh, that, that kind of makes sense.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, of course, the sponsorship deals. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's, anyways, uh, that's what this reminds me of, is uh, <laughs> uh, Hardcore the, Holly. The music or
3: the match?
2: Uh the match reminded me of nothing. Uh cool. I, I I thought this was boring as hell, except for a couple of cool John Davis spots. Um there's a moment where Rob Naylor says that Johnny Gargano is so good at chaining moves together. Um <laughs> well, while Johnny just does like three basic moves in a row. Like <laughs> just like the easiest shit. Um
3: I don't know. There's Johnny Gargano may be the worst professional wrestler I've ever seen pushed to any sort of meaningful degree. <laughs> I feel that. Like, that, like, I just believe in that. Um, everything he does, the way he moves is just grading to the, a degree I wasn't, I feel confident saying, now, going back to these shows. Like, oh, from here to now, it, none of it's good. No. Um. He can't do anything well that's all I got for you he can't do anything well um. he
2: hits three consecutive dives in and and this match seriously he does I think it's two uh, Tope Suicidas one Tope kanguro, um within 20 seconds right and they are three of the most bitch ass fucking dives that you'll ever see they are super slow they're super arms out catching himself on his opponent you know, like if you're doing a fucking tope suicida, I mean, I don't expect you to go full Santo and just dive head first, you know, um, but at least look like you got some force behind it, you know. Uh, Gargan has never
3: hit a move with force behind it.
2: I mean, I, he, well, he, hit, you know, that that first Chompa match. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want <laughs> to expose myself as being a guy who liked that. First chomp match. Um no he does three in a row for maximum
3: applause. Yeah. Uh he's fully forgotten that he's supposed to be a heel. Um he's oh, staring yeah, I at got his it. hand. I got um I is Johnny, the person that forced another man to relapse and has been homophobic on multiple shows during the short lifespan of this promotion, the baby face?
2: <laughs> yeah, he's staring at his hands and saying, Why am I so popular with the crowd? I suck. Um, no, but that spinebuster counter is pretty cool. Um, I think Johnny comes off the second rope trying to do a like flying tornado DDT and John Davis just spine bust spine busters the hell out of him. Uh, picks him up, hits a jackhammer, and that that was a good near fall. Uh, crowd is hot. Um, match isn't great, but the crowd is hot. And then they get to finish, and I think John Davis, what does he tap out of the the Gargano Escape, which I just figured out is a pun. Gargano Escape. Oh, I put Gargano
3: Lock a lot in here. So, yeah. It's called the Gargano Escape. No, I, okay. I feel it. Nope. I don't. Nope. I do not feel that. Nope. Um. Yeah, he taps out. Like for a second, you think, ah, oh, well, May John's got this. He's going to do something. And then he doesn't. And then hurt my soul um
2: i this crushed my soul um no i i think john davis is cool man uh isn't he back in evolve as of like recently like the last couple months
3: you got me i've seen him in evolve over the past year pop in here or there but i don't know if he's like there consistently to any degree okay I,
2: i guess that's what i meant um, it's all a blur at this point. They started bringing in Montez Ford and I'm just like, I don't even know who the fuck that is. Um, never even heard of him. Uh, yeah, this is... There's a spot where Davis catches the slingshot spear, hits a doctor bomb. That's all I Yeah, got. that's
3: good. That was good. I was okay with that.
2: I feel like if we're just at the point where we're just listing cool power spots, um, then clearly John Davis should get a spotlight, but he won't because uh I'll just say this. He's not what what he's not what Gabe is looking for.
3: No, that's fair. That's fair. Um Larry Dallas comes to the ring to congratulate his his boy, his baby boy. Um I don't Hm I don't know what I've got written here anymore. Austin says he doesn't want to hear Dallas talk, so he just leaves. He was on commentary, Austin Aries. Um Larry Legend, letting us know Johnny evolves a wins leader. Um Right. Yeah. Right. Um they Wins s- and losses matter. Wins and losses matter. Um Johnny Gargano pretty much saying he was gonna be the only one at the end of the night, uh, to be a wins leader because Chuck has a match uh coming up. Uh who can tie it, you know? Numbers. Um Larry, Exciting Dallas, stuff. Larry Dallas, now to have a man with it, because if they both are Winsley leaders, double his profit um, is what he's saying, which I'm not sure how gambling works or how I don't, investments I don't work. How,
2: yeah, I don't understand how the pay window works <laughs> as far as this, like, you get, what well, you get more if you... It, <sighs> if they're both Winsley, it sounds like they would just split it,
3: you know? It's- if you have, like, a winning streak,
2: do you get more?
3: Uh, I don't. Well, you see, they have established there are two separate entities here. There's the Evolve Wins Leader and the Evolve Streak Leader. Um, they'd never have addressed the Streaks Leader but they except for their video package. Um, so who knows? Gabe's saving that one for after the show probably. The
2: streaks leader, okay, fuck.
3: Um, I don't, I don't have anything to say about
2: that. Let's let's stop talking. About it. Okay, <laughs> fuck. I'm so mad about the idea that they're tracking multiple things like that. Um, and I, I you know, the the concept of of you know, Larry Dallas is in, in it for the money, right? And he is trying to uh, maximize his profits. I. I don't. First of all, they have not established if he's an agent or if he's just a pimp and like a drug dealing friend. Um, All the above. Is he is he betting on these matches? And who is he betting against? Is he betting against the guy in the Grand Naniwa mask who is inexplicably still sitting next to him (laughs) at this show? And if I see him, if I see Grand Naniwa mask and Tiger Mask mask at a show, it's going to be on site. I'm kicking those motherfuckers' asses. Um, I I don't understand the concept of of how how the pay window in general works with with this context. Um, I I don't I don't get it. I, I when you start to bring in ideas of like profit into indie wrestling, entrepreneurial spirit. Yes, <laughs> we all know these guys are getting paid twenty five fucking dollars a piece. <laughs> Like, is Jason Gory and Facade, are they are those boys like making more off of a W than an L? Definitely not. Wins and losses matter. Yeah, wins and losses matter. Yeah, it's exactly what you're gonna take that back to Ohio and say, hey, I got twenty five dollars instead of twenty because I won. <laughs> no, Anyways, to be fair, I believe
3: Gay would do that.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is how we're gonna
3: further your career. Uh, my man, uh, facade. I book you to win. I pay you more. That's yeah, basic economics. Yeah. Um.
2: Unfortunately, the next match,
3: facade uh, and Jason
2: Gorey versus Chikara Sekigun. Chikara Sekigun, nightmare <laughs> uh-huh. and Jigsaw.
3: Um. I. I guess that's the same team. Is this the same? No, okay. it's not. Okay. They established though that Chikara Sekigun is two and zero at this point uh-huh. going into this okay. match. Yeah, these two never teamed with each other yet. Yeah, I don't know. Some free bird rules in this win-and-loss uh, <laughs> matter bullshit.
2: Yeah, the free bird rules. Um, I
3: I mean, I'm fine with it, I guess. I didn't I... pay too, too much attention to this one. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, I like this match, actually. Oh, here they go. <laughs> uh so i think i, I, think I mean is. to be fair i predicted that because facade was in it i'm like you know that kind of sucks bucky likes him so it's just, he's gonna be all about it yeah facade sucks in the way that
2: i i dig um it's just ohio shindies you know um if you if you work aiw then i'm gonna pay attention to your shit um he he i he comes out and i'm like fuck man facade is funny and stupid and I like this guy I've always liked him um he's sloppy but cool and weird and his ceiling is super low but his floor is super high you know um I think at, at worst he can have a fun match and at best he can have a fun match um and I'm I'm down for that uh he he's he worked fucking DDT last year which is cool he worked the the weird uh, white supremacist stable, <laughs> which is subtext, I guess, but it's there. It's Shigehiro uh, Irie's uh erie's uh stable of white people. Um, are you familiar?
3: No, not really. I'm gonna be honest, yeah, no. Nope. That's alright. Um, it's
2: okay. Um, it's like uh Jason the Gifto Kincaido. Are you familiar? Yeah,
3: i yeah,
2: I know him. And Sammy Guevara, who is also Contrary to what you might think from his name, the whitest kid of them all um and then uh watase, i believe the guy's name is who is the whitest guy in in d d t he's a Japanese guy but he's the whitest guy there um and then erie and uh they they do uh they, there's like a there's like a match where gavara uh shit this might have happened in AAA a actually but there's a match where Sammy Guevara uh says that Everybody's being racist against him. Um, anyways, Facade is really that sounds fine. like
3: some Aro Lucha stuff right there.
2: Could have been Aro Lucha. Um, I watched a lot of Sammy Guevara matches last year, and I can't explain why. Um, facade botches a springboard kick like 90 seconds into this match. Um, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, DDT, DDT doesn't care if he blows his dumb spots. Uh, as long as he comes out and does a spray paint the sign gimmick.
3: Um, yeah. And what we noticed is this: facade always lands his kick. Even if he like, doesn't even get close to him, he'll just like yeah. pop up real quick and then just like kick him and then fall back down. I'm like, you know what? At least, you know, um, he ain't going to let a little thing like just fall on face first. Stop him. I yeah. appreciate that.
2: Yeah. He feels in that way. He feels very like early 2000 CCW, um, his stuff does not look good but he 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 does his best at all times and that is something i respect um it 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 does feel like ohio shindies and like backyard wrestlers versus chikara guys is the entirety of the evolved tag divisions (laughs) um now that yeah that checks out for sure like that is what we've seen every time. Um, sometimes you, yeah, it's like, yes, Ohio Shindies, backyarders and Chicago guys. That is, that is it. Um, the dark city fight club were in the first show. Yeah. Um, but they might fit the realm of backyarders to be honest. Cause I
3: would, I would believe it.
2: Yeah. That's, that's two scary backyard dudes from like Florida. Um, I, I think that fits. Um, there's a moment where, uh, after, wait, was this, I have this written down. Um, no, this is after the match. Okay. Uh, I have very few, I have very few notes on the actual match. Um, finishing sequence is good. Uh, I have also written down, uh, these five words. This is a cool match. Uh, so there you go. Uh, um, but after the match, after Frightmare and Jigsaw win, uh, Larry Larry Legend comes in and says the words, "Chikara Sekigun is on a roll." Which,
3: yeah, heck yeah,
2: the three yeah. 0 baby, three <laughs> 0 3-0. Have you? And that would if this was Chikara, that would get them a a a title shot of the Campeones de Parejas, right?
3: Yeah, so they would face. Remember how that worked? The other, um, yeah, the other tag team involved. Or... Oh yeah, the Syrian port, oh portal. Yeah, that'll that'll be it. That's the match. Gabe's going to England for it.
2: Does does uh, Jagged Scott Parker or whatever <laughs> does, just three point three point ever show up and 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 evolve?
3: I could not tell you. There's some Canadian shows coming up, so like I I'd, I'd buy it. Oh fuck, that's right, Evil Uno and
2: uh, and. Uh dose <laughs> <laughs> you to really reached for that one um I couldn't remember what his fucking name was <laughs> I know he's got another name too fuck uh Stu Grayson right um Stupefied all um, the above
3: are, actually, are, are names for
2: him they were on the last show I forgot about that okay um yeah so it is just and they faced guess who Cheech and Cloudy is that right yes okay yeah I want to say well, that's, that's correct yeah ohio guys um man
3: what the fuck is what frightmare um Sheesh, like, not ohio guys don't come out with that a cheech is is he i don't know no, no I, he's not he's he's an aiw guy that's he's all an upstate new yorker
2: okay well Both that's of them. uh quite the drive uh same thing really right well it's uh, like
3: four hours five hours yeah. From Rochester to uh, Cleveland.
2: Make those towns. Um no. John's paying the big bucks. Yeah. Um man. No, I won't talk about I just watched uh I just today watched uh Cloudy or not cloudy. I haven't seen a Cloudy match from twenty eighteen. I watched Cheech and uh and in I watched Two Infinity and Beyond uh against the the fucking Philly Marino experience. Do you know these guys in AIW? <laughs> no. No, it's, I do not. It's a really good match, man. That AIW tag division fucking rules. Uh shouts out to a weird world. Um Shout after the independent wrestling TV.
3: Yeah,
2: uh for posting more twenty fifteen AIW. Um John Thorne is not gonna release that new shit because he can still sell DVDs, and I respect that. Um I know you don't.
3: <laughs> no, I would respect it more if, you know, the Russian websites picked it up but um somebody's gonna buy it and rip it first <laughs> yeah Oh how it works yeah how it works. the fact that i know people that buy the shows and i know they like they will post stuff online but they won't post AIW as a sacrilege is a nanny yeah. just like wow god protect the the cleveland territory from uh letting too many people uh watch that's, that product
2: that's right we uh uh uh, they, they, yep. <laughs> they you like part of that. They, they they care about the product.
3: They care those they people. Yeah, as long as you yeah. don't let people see it, then yeah, you, no one can defy the opinions.
2: Also, let me say this about AIW. It's kind of sacred. If you if if you're like one of the five people on the internet that's watching it, um, and you can just be like, yeah, it's good. She, sure. sure. and Colin Delaney had a great tag. No consequences. One of the best tag teams. Trey Lamar, Chase, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Uh, Chase Oliver, uh, one of the best tag teams in the country. Have you ever seen him? No. no. Just take my word for it, then. Just yeah, take my exactly.
3: Word. Exactly. What I do instead <laughs> is point to all, like, my 20 AAW DVDs and say, that ain't it, Chief. Mm-hmm. Um, Jigsaw also ends this match really cool, because um, I like Jigsaw. Um, and he just hits this just double stomp out of nowhere. Um And then he does his weird jig and tonic. And I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, Spinning Omori. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a cool one. (laughs) That's (laughs)
3: Omori. Nice. Jigsaw, after the match, does call out any team in the world to challenge them. Did he? Because I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying in that match. You keep saying that, but, like, I hear this guy loud and clear. Um. Maybe and, the
2: audio quality on the DVD is better than the audio quality on the DVD rip.
3: I'm, possible? I'm also trying to figure this out, but I don't know the next time that Jigsaw or Fright Mirror appear on a um, Deval show. So Hopefully never. Uh, maybe the Dragon Gate USA universe has an answer for me. Um, what is Jigsaw doing these days? Where is he at? Good question. I was wrestling <laughs> at ISW at WrestleMania weekend, but that's about all I got for you. No shit. Okay, I'm gonna look him up. Jigsaw's one of those people that gets like these weird bookings for no discernible reason. Um, like, didn't the- he take his mask off to work Ring of Honor? Yeah, but that was like, oh, nine.
2: Oh, oh nine. Let's see here. He worked. Uh, he worked two matches last year, according. Well, there you go. <laughs> Fuck. He worked uh, the J.P.W. show. Um, and he worked the Johnny Kid Invitational for Chikara. God, this poor fucking guy. He worked some uh th- this Texas indie in twenty seventeen and he he got booked in a promotion called kamikaze pro in the UK in twenty seventeen. Um multiple promotions in the uk in uh summer of 2017 so i guess he went over there he worked he worked progress 51 against jimmy havoc um god jigsaw what are you doing baby um
3: who knows who knows i lost the card which which show is he working uh mania weekend what'd you say um interspecies wrestling
2: okay what is that (laughs) what is what what is ISW? What what? Is inter
3: species wrestling, like what they're inter species from... wrestling, and that means what? So, it's like intergender wrestling, but it's species. Uh huh. Up and down the card. Uh huh. There's a Lego death match. You know how you like you know how you step on a Lego and it hurts. They made a match about that. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) evolve seven.
2: I'm sure they're gonna sell a lot of tickets to
3: that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm. I'm positive. The collective. The collective. That's where uh, AIWs run their show. There you go. Yeah, but they're running a midnight show. Like they're gonna do fine either
2: way because they're not running against anything, and they're gonna book some crazy shit like Scott Steiner. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's all you need. Otani versus Eddie Kingston. Come on. That's good shit. That's going to bring in at least like 50 people who might not have gone otherwise because they're going to just be like, "I, that's weird. <laughs> you know, I think a big part of uh of booking a successful Mania weekend show is booking the, the match that makes the person who's in town but not sure if they're going to go to the shows. and makes them go, well, that looks weird. Is it at a time when I can't do anything else? Yeah. Okay. We'll go to that. I think I think that show is going to do great, and I hope it does. Because uh, by all indication, from everything I've heard, uh, both like publicly and through like deeper channels, uh, they're all losing a lot of money on these shows, <laughs> and none of them are, none of these people in the collective are expecting to make any of their money back, except for Joey Janela. Hell yeah! Yeah. I don't know. I I, the whole thing
3: is a fucking nightmare.
2: I love Um, it.
3: I don't care what promoters go out of business because of WrestleMania weekend.
2: Oh yeah, apparently Evolve is going to be there too, which it's really weird to think about um, that this this is a promotion still going, Uh, especially when you consider the next matchup has two guys uh, who are still wrestling on indies, uh, kinda. I guess. Whoa, whoa!
3: You're missing an important angle that happens before oh, okay. this. Uh, Moxley walking around in the back. Um, next match. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. versus Sammy Callahan. What is that stuff for? The, it's, the it's next just, segments? It's just to cut away to something, right? Just build that tension, you know? This is Fucking... this is Aries versus Mox. You know? I didn't, actually. I
2: didn't have any idea what the fucking main event for the show. Was. I figured it out after like the 10th time they did that and after but yeah, I had no idea. They yeah, didn't little, say
3: it. Yeah. That's the whole concept here. So they're only going to show these two lads. Um, they're doing a bad job. It's really good. I love it. Well, I, I'm sure they're building to a really great match. So I don't, right. want, I don't want to talk about it. Um <laughs> Zach Sawyer versus Sammy Callahan. <laughs> Who? What? I like this match a whole bunch. Yeah, this um, is the best match on the show. I was a little worried that you weren't going to say that. I'm be honest with you. Um, I don't.
2: I don't love this match, but I yeah. it was. It's easily the best match in the show. Okay, I'll take it. A win's a win. I did not expect to see Zack Saber Junior. on the show in 20, uh, 20, 2011. uh uh in the year 2000. Uh, 2011, Zack Saber Junior. I don't know if I've seen any other. Zach Saber Jr. from this early on in his career, I don't know. Um, I was quite surprised. He must be about twelve here, right?
3: I, that sounds about right. Um, I'd buy it. Um, I've seen clips. I know that he, I know that um,
2: Brian Danielson went to the UK and wrestled him in like 2008 or 2009. It was like a famous match where he just kind of made him. Um, like ZSJ was like. Uh, well-known in his one town that he wrestled in and they booked danielson and danielson came in and they worked like 30 minutes and i've heard that that's like a legendary match and i think i've seen clips from it but i've as far as i know this is the earliest saber i've seen
3: yeah yeah the danielson match is pretty prolific at this point um definitely a part of the Zack saber jr narrative the mythos? Um, the mythos, really. Like It feels like one of those matches Like when you're talking about someone's career. like That's the one that comes up for Zach uh, sure. for his early on
2: period. Can so um, we talk about Sammy Callahan's mythos,
3: which is he used to be fat. Now he's not. That's the gimmick. That's the gimmick. <laughs> I love it. I respect it. Uh, not really. I don't. It's a dumb ass shit. You know uh, to respect, though? That he used to like let people stab him a lot. That was good. That was you good. never hear people Car talk about battery.
2: Sammy's. Yeah, right. Sammy's uh, <laughs> Sammy's deathmatch run is like like less notable than John Moxley's, um, but Sammy works some good deathmatches, and I I would highly recommend people who hate him now, you know me and you, um, if you haven't seen that stuff, go back and watch it because Sammy Callahan, as a bleeder, fucking awesome, awesome fucking uh, awesome deathmatch wrestler. Um, I think he's the wrong kind of opponent to get the kind of match that you'd want to get out of Zack Sabre um, but quickly within I don't know 60 seconds into this I'm proven wrong and it starts to kick a fair amount of ass
3: yeah yeah Um, they definitely kind of try to paint the picture of I mean I guess this is what Zack is of a technician striker kind of dude Um, but boxer versus puncher oh fuck this is why you miss Lenny really Mm -hmm. the feet and boxer Mm -hmm. versus puncher it seems like a pro typical match for that um Sammy lays it in pretty darn good throughout this one um Zach has some nice kicks um oh they kick the hell out of each other yeah huge fan of that um
2: Zach's gone mild compared to this. Uh, I was I was really impressed by um, the level of bushido that he was showing in his in his striking here. Uh, for the most part, there's a slap exchange later later on, and like towards the end of the match where they clearly just got fatigued or they didn't want to hit each other as hard as they they should have. Um, but for the most part, man, fuck, Zach kicks the shit out of him. It it's great.
3: Yeah, I to be fair, I don't know. Like as a comparison point, like if this is the norm, um, or if this is Sammy just brings it typically in these situations. Like if he knows one thing, it's how to hit hard. Um, and Zach did a good job playing even to that. Um, but I don't think, based on my knowledge, that that's the norm for, um, Saber Junior do you know if zach had been to the u.s before this this is that's a really good question solid question i don't know i I'm don't gonna, know like not nah. sort of out looks like in 2010 it was 2011 oh, no. but yeah, I, I feel like he would have maybe been around a little earlier 2010 he worked ccw um he did work ccw okay yeah, yeah. A yeah. few, a few matches.
2: Um, okay. Yeah, but oh, yeah. Well, actually, two of those There's are in Germany. Germany. Though. Yes. Yeah. So, um, one of them is him and Tommy End in a tag match. So, and that's a five-minute tag match, and that's the double header with WXW. So, does that even count? Kind of.
3: Um, hey, hey, the states are the states. All fifty of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Puerto day. Rico. Not counting Puerto Rico. All right. Can't Good count. Enough.
3: <laughs> Can't count it.
2: Um rest of the people here don't so why would you yeah um no i i think it he worked in all japan match and tw- that doesn't make sense okay never mind that's the all together you're all yeah. together battle i need to get off cage match because this website is gonna fucking kill me and i'm gonna start doing the trigger voice um <laughs> yeah no i i think uh i think he clearly wanted to impress because how often does the guy get to go to the u.s he worked the best of the best this year too right um right to voladoras Mm. Um, from chicago yeah no i'm 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 familiar um the
3: trio's weekend yes
2: uh one two three kid i I was was there you were there yeah for el generico versus one two three kid yeah you're damn skippy that's cool, man. I like that match. That's like <laughs> top five fucking Chikara matches of all time. Yeah. Which is not saying much. But, but like it's something. It's something. Waltman is badass, man. Hell yeah. Um, those tights did not fit him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So Zaber is Zaber. <laughs> Zaber. <laughs> it's Zaber time. <laughs> I, I, okay. Just, here I'm we gonna, go. i have to go take a break after this. I need to get some fresh air. Because um, I have been awake since 3.30 uh, – Ooh. fuck that's a long time ago but that's how and i've been drinking since six so uh, not 6 a.m just want to say um it's cold outside what else was i gonna do not drink um there's a moment where uh, rob naylor says that sammy callahan eats egg whites and wheat bread and all of the other healthy guy <laughs> stuff that fit guys do <laughs> oh
3: god
2: um uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff in this i i i don't want to i don't I, I don't like just naming spots uh but they do like some cool apron and floor stuff um they're in the crowd on the stage um when they like do a zach grabs a jujigatame and then sammy grabs a sm- stretch muffler uh then sammy takes like a gross bump off the stage just kind of lands flat on the ground um and then a really funny moment on commentary for me was Saber approaching him, trying to hit a dive on him off the stage. Sammy catches him and does a, an exploder that I don't know if it was Naylor or if it was Jimmy Jacobs, but one of them said that, uh, Sammy just hit Zack Sabre Jr. with a combination Urinage exploder, which is not <laughs> nothing. It's not a thing. It's, a, it's one or the other. And that was an exploder. I, it did look sick though, and it looked it looked like Saber almost landed like on his forehead. Yeah, I was like, oh, he almost necroed himself. What? A, what yeah. a thing! Yeah, I'm glad that that makes sense. I'm glad that that's like a thing for everyone else too. <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah, it's hard touchdown. It's hard to do. I, it's hard to not flip over on. Like, I've I've. I've given an exploder. I've given many exploders and I've taken at least one. Um, and it's really hard because the way the, the way the, the leg is hooked and the way you sort of snap them over, it's really hard not to flip them over. So something happened. <laughs> Maybe it's just that, uh, Zach is way taller than Sammy. Um, but it's really hard not to do an easy flip. That is one of the easiest suplexes to post for is you just, you just get whipped right over. It's no problem. um, it's like one of the safest moves you can take. And he he did nearly just he almost landed nose first on it, which is hilarious to me. How do you even do that?
3: Um but yeah, it was really cool to see that spot mostly because you don't expect that from Zach. Um to like take a floor bump at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like,
2: the, he is out here working a Sammy match if if necessary.
3: Yeah. Um I'm gonna point out the dumbest spot in the match for everyone's sake just so that they know it's there um where sammy is hitting a double hand slap um (laughs) which invites zach to hit a spinning heel kick to the to the ribs um and then they do that transition three times like a revolving door
2: Um, right
3: and it's really bad um but that's my least favorite part of the match, but I wanted to acknowledge it because just because you like a match doesn't mean you can't point out the dumb shit in it. Um, but then Zach hits like a Liger bomb and you're like, okay, what's, what are we all doing here? Um, and I was here for yeah. it.
2: Yeah. There's, there's going to be stuff like that. And, um, I think, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to put, I, I think that's more on Sammy. I don't want to put it all on him. Um, I, he is a guy who can do a like a like just a regular work rate match but usually his stuff works best if he's got an edge to it and for the most part this has that edge and then it does threaten to go just pure evolve um, at times but that's one of the things that Sammy, Sammy sticks out on these shows because he he has that edge to him you know he, it, his stuff feels like he could break down he could stab a guy at any time not to the level that like you don't actually think it's going to happen not like homicide uh on the last show but it does feel like Sammy might get a little unprofessional um which is what i mean i don't know that's what i want um there's like there's and i think it brings it out of his opponent too which is good you know i like i like people hitting each other really hard in ways that are traditionally not safe in a professional wrestling environment. Um, Sabre kicks him in the face really hard at one point um, towards the end. And they, I think this whole match moves really well and then it never slows down. And then it like, I think the finish isn't great. I think they get into the inevitable Guerrero Malenko roll up trading. It's, you know, it's very fucking Jerry Lynn, RBD 99. Bullshit. I was okay
3: with it more so because it never felt like Sammy was in any position to actually win it, where Zach looked like he was the one kind of initiating pin attempts. Um which changes it slightly for me comparatively. Um okay. to like I I wish I would have
2: seen that context because that okay. sounds that sounds fine. Okay. That sounds like, you know, if you, if you assign the roles in your head, that's the whole thing about this. That's the whole thing about it's it. all, all of bullshit right?
3: he- headcanon.
2: Just right. But Just, yeah. I think in a lot of cases, it's actually there. Um, it wasn't there for me while I watched this. But yeah, um, given what you know about these two guys and the roles that uh, Sabre would normally play versus the roles that a uh, Sammy Callahan would normally play. You can assume that they probably were. um were giving their their audience enough credit to to try to assume that that's the story they were telling. Um unfortunately I <laughs> I I should not have been owed owed that much credit because I did not see that. Um I do think the the actual finish itself is good with the um with the kicks, the the stomps to the head and the submission hold it's a stretch muffler, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I, I like how they get into it immediately in just because uh, Zach's been hitting these, and he does this fucking move today. Those kicks into the corner where he's just flying in and just whacks them. Um, mm-hmm. but here he goes for it in the dead center, um, and you know that's not a good spot to do that. So Zach, uh, Sammy just grabs him out of the air, stretch muffler, and starts wailing on him in the back with kicks, uh, until Zach goes completely limp and uh, there we go.
1: Yeah.
2: And we've seen this
3: finish from Sammy before and
2: since, but yeah, there's, there's an intensity that is carried from the beginning to the end of this match up through that finish that I think really, I think really works. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not going to put this probably even in my top five evolved matches of all time up to this point, but it's good. It's really good. Um, I, I want to see more of Zack Sabre Jr., but I know he doesn't come back for, at least a year probably. Right. Um, I like Zach. I still like Zach, even though I know he's wasting away in new Japan. Um, I think he has a natural thing. And even if he is at times cosplaying as a fucking world of sport guy, um, I like world of sport, (laughs) you know? Um, I like Jim Breaks even though he killed his wife.
3: Um Yeah. Good old Zach here not gonna show up back and evolve for three years. Oh my god. Um Luckily for us, that's probably only like five shows, right? Um it's thirty shows. Just thirty more shows, and we get to see Zach Saber Jr. again.
2: Oh man, okay. Well, let's see. Fifty two weeks a year. Doing a show every two weeks, approximately. Okay. (laughs) There we go. By my thirty-first birthday, we will be soon approaching.
3: Okay. (laughs) There we go. All right. Look forward to it. Something to look forward to. That's right, baby. We got it. Um, this would probably be my top five if all matches up to this point. Uh, I would. I would. I'd be okay with that. So, um, post match. Larry, Larry Legend asked Sammy how it feels to be three and one. Um, Sammy just giving that 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 love out to to his his competition. Um, said he went toe to toe with one of the best strikers and submissioners in the world. Um, <laughs> submissioners. <laughs> and someone in the crowd chant uh, yells out, "Who?" Um, and I think it was genuine. Um, I don't think they were trying to be an asshole. Just, you know, hey, what are you talking about, Sammy? Um, Sammy was talking. No, fuck that. That guy's an asshole. (laughs) That's the guy in the Grand Naniwa mask. Ah, was it? You know, you never know. You never know. Um, Sammy gives a shout out to Mox, who will be having his last, uh, match. Maybe, I think, last match on the Indies period, uh, at this show. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Give big old thanks, he says. He says, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I um Jonathan those, those
2: two guys worked a lot of the same you know, same territories, Side of mid south and random in Indiana and Ohio bullshit, you also know. A tag um, team. Yeah. Uh the switchblade conspiracy. Oh hell yeah. Is that right? Yep. Um I haven't I, I again this is the era I've not watched a lot of indie wrestling from um so I've seen not a ton of that but yeah I I I'm sure it's good both those guys rule. Um
3: yeah this is officially uh Moxie's last um indie date. Yeah. Which and is, we will we will get weird. To,
2: we will get to talk about that a little more in a minute. Um do you want to take a piss with me?
3: Uh sure. I'm not going to. I'm just going to sit here. But yeah, let's do it. Alright, Um, I'm going to send you a link. Okay.
2: Um, You got OBS. You're playing OBS, right?
3: Uh, yep. Yep.
2: Alright, well... Can you... Just play this? Just... Uh, hmm. Yeah, uh, so YouTube doesn't have a looping feature. Hmm. Um, but if you could just true. play that... Just you know, just learn the words uh start start reciting it yourself twenty seven I'm six start running that glass jar of yours, and I'll be right back, all right, okay, all right.
0: Trend seven, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business, running that glass jaw of yours. You got something to prove? Prove it you can last longer than six seconds, you little bitch. Tomorrow night I'm calling you out. We ain't doing things on your terms, we're doing them on mine. Submissions match, and I'll prove to you that you're nothing but a little pussy, bitch. Okay. Okay, i
3: Okay. Okay.
0: Trend seven, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business, running that glass jaw of yours. You got something to prove? Prove it you can last longer than six seconds, you little bitch. Tomorrow night I'm calling you out. We ain't doing things on your terms, we're doing them on mine. Submissions match, and I'll prove to you that you are nothing but a little pussy, bitch. Bitch. Yeah. Okay Trend 7, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business Running that glass jaw nice of yours job. You got something to prove? Prove it. you can last longer than six seconds, you little bitch, bitch. Tomorrow yeah. night, I'm calling you out Come. We ain't doing things on your terms We're mine. doing them on mine Submissions yeah. match I'll prove to you that you are nothing but a little pussy Bitch, bitch. Okay Trend Seven, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business, running that glass jaw of yours. You got something to prove? Prove it. you can last longer than six seconds, you little bitch. Tomorrow night, I'm calling you out. We ain't doing things on your terms, we're doing them on mine. Submissions match, and I'll prove to you that you are nothing but a little pussy, bitch. Trend seven, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business, running that glass jaw of yours. You got something to prove? Prove it you can last longer than six seconds, you little bitch. Tomorrow night I'm calling you out. We ain't doing things on your terms, we're doing them on mine. Submissions match, and I'll prove to you that you're nothing but a little pussy, bitch. Trend Seven, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business running that glass jaw of yours You got something to prove? Prove it. you can last longer than six seconds, you little bitch Tomorrow night, I'm calling you out. We ain't doing things on your terms We're What's doing, doing them on, on mine? mine. Submissions match And I'll prove to you that you are nothing but a little pussy, pussy bitch Okay Trend Seven, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business Running that glass nice draw. drawer of yours You got something to prove? Prove it. you can last longer than six, six seconds. seconds, you little bitch Tomorrow night, I'm calling you out We ain't doing things on your terms We're doing them on mine Submissions match And I'll prove to you that you are nothing but a little pussy, bitch Trend seven, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business, running that glass jaw of yours. You got something to prove? Prove it you can last longer than six seconds, you little bitch. Tomorrow night I'm calling you out. We ain't doing things on your terms, we're doing them on mine. Submissions man. okay. I'm that's dressing different. Oh
3: no. You so. are shit! Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it, cause you are going this out. Isn't what you I... are
0: shit! Hit the bricks, pal, oh. and beat it, cause you are going out. You are shit. No. Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it That's 'cause you I'm are going do. out. You are
3: shit. Hit the bricks, pal, no. and beat it cause Sorry. you are going out. You are shit everybody get okay. up it's time to slam now we got a real jam going down welcome to the
1: space jam, jam. It's your chance do your dance at the space jam All right. All right. All right.
2: Seven, I'm taking of are sticking your nose in the business one of that glass jaw of yours. You something to prove prove that you can last longer than six seconds, you little
3: pussy. Sorry. Bitch. Oh, bitch. Yeah, sorry. I I found a site that let me loop it. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Alright. Evolve what what is this? Evolve seven. Evolve seven. Aries versus Moxley. Submission match. There we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, Are you you ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. proves to me that you can last longer than six seconds. Oh, man. (sighs) All right. Did that get you pumped? I felt it.
1: a little emotionally
2: stunted. Did Um, that get you pumped up for the promo video about the exciting new service purporting to be the new home of iPay-Per-View, WWN Live?
3: it's new it's exciting it's still alive today let me tell you something about this clip and i think i don't know if this
2: is up online somewhere but i would like for people to see it because right after the graphic the wwn graphic leaves the screen the first clip that you see is a clip of a man kicking a woman in the face and i think as an indication of what this service is going to provide its viewer base spot on spot on marketing just fantastic exactly what the gabe knows what the people want and the people that are watching his shows what they want domestic abuse that's why he books rich
3: swan
2: yeah that's,
3: that's called a segue no, it's not Segway because we got to talk about I Larry know, Dallas. A lot, of, a
2: lot of stuff to talk about in between, but the next match does have noted wife Peter Rich Swan.
3: Yeah, for sure, also, for sure. Also gay porn star, A.R. Fox, while we're at it. Oh, is that true? Okay, I didn't know that. I oh, know. check
2: it out, man. Look it up.
3: Yeah, I just always thought, like, I, I always thought it was an extra for some reason. Like, is that weird? Like, I knew he was there, but, like, I didn't know, like, he was a participant ever. Like,
2: he was like, the man, intro
3: for it in shirtless. I'm- I've been there for
2: it. We've all been there <laughs> in the background, right?
3: Yeah. Worked
2: catering. catering. Wander on, wander onto the set. Oh, I don't know what's
3: going on here. You know, ah, I don't know. <laughs> how did this get there? Um. <laughs> what's that doing in there? Oh, uh, reversal. Laird Ellis. Laird comes back to the VIP area. Um, with Johnny Gargano and Rebby Sky, um, then John Davis comes to the ring um, for some unknown reason. <laughs> and even after the fact, I can still say for some unknown reason, um, says something about the past year of his career being, being rough. Um, yeah, not going to disappoint well, the people anymore. Here's the deal about John Davis, right? Okay.
2: His last, the last year and a half of his life has been rough. Yeah, because his his girlfriend died. You know his girlfriend. Brad Attitudes mom. <laughs> there's a moment in this. When, all right, so before he comes out, Larry uh Larry Legend. I yeah, there's two Larrys now. Yeah, it
3: gets a little confusing sometimes.
2: Tale of two Larrys. Uh Larry Legend says one of the competitors has requested a little time to address the Evolved Nation, which <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Evolved Nation is I mean that's you and me, man. That's the new name of this podcast. Um actually, you know what? It's wide open. We should just call it everything evolves. Fuck it. Fuck it. Have you we we haven't talked about that, but those guys are doing a they're on their own journey now. Uh, um they're doing some other shit. Some other other shit the fucking errands are. Um Uh
3: everything uh, Elite. Elite, evolves. that's right. And busting, um, man. Yeah, that's right, baby.
2: The, the 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 only leftist wrestling podcast on the web. Um, do the drop. Um, no, Larry says. Hillary twenty twenty, baby. Yeah, let's we try it again. Let's just try again. Um, <laughs> Roll so, it back. Roll it back. He says, "Ladies and gentlemen, John Davis." And you hear one person in the crowd loudly say really did you hear this (laughs) no i did oh man i fuck man i will we'll we'll, i'll I'll cut it out and we'll play it here all right because it's hilarious um and then davis apologizes for letting the evolve nation down he doesn't say he doesn't say evolve nation but i'll be
3: perfectly honest i wrote Um, evolve i wrote the words evolve nation down a bunch of times so (laughs) yeah Isn't there like a radio, uh, a network of radio stations that refer to themselves as a nation? Or am I just? Oh, I'm sure. Okay.
2: Um, Live Nation is. Yes.
3: Yeah. I guess maybe that's what
2: it is. Maybe. It may I, the I, answer, I think Live but... Nation is actually, I think, oh, I might be wrong with this. I will look it up. Um, I believe Live Nation is actually an alternative to Ticketmaster. And is a. um. Oh. Huh. Yeah. It's it's an it's it's just a Ticketmaster clone. Um, a it's,
3: clone? Well,
2: uh, a uh, uh, competitor. Yes, thank That's you. Uh, promoter and
3: venue operator. Anti-capitalist, the way you're talking right now.
2: Yeah, you know. Well, hey, look, let's save it for the errands, all right? Let's. Let, let's do <laughs> they were able
3: to talk more nuance than we ever could.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Those little um, simpletons. Yeah, well, I'm not a fucking uh, civil liberties lawyer. I didn't have such privilege, so I can't be as good of a fucking communist as those guys are. (laughs) Um, No, I, I think, uh, I think we should cut that out and make sure we put that that clip in because it's really funny. I think. Which one? uh john davis oh okay oh no i uh the in- uh i'm sorry
1: <laughs> the
2: in- uh, the entirety of episode two of everything elite and just could just uh, slam it in there and where the, the part where one of the errands talks about how it's diy and how he's been to punk shows he knows about diy he good. read the henry rollins van book he knows about what it's like it's to, to- it. has
3: been to a good show concert
2: yeah <laughs> fuck, man uh oh. Aaron <laughs> Bentley, if I see you on the street, I'm kicking your fucking ass, alright? And that's not a threat. Say it with me. That's a promise.
3: Okay, well, that was at least threatening thing you could have said in that situation. Um, What, that I'm gonna kick his ass? No, that's not a threat, that's a promise. Oh, I don't uh, know. I'm just cutting a promo. <laughs> i just, just cutting cut a promo. You um, <laughs> young Bucks level right there. Um... Hey, come on. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You didn't deserve that. Um, I don't know what to tell you about this John Davis situation. Is there more to talk about? I doesn't feel like there is. It's fucking Brad Bizarre. mom,
2: you know. What 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 else is there to say?
3: R R I P. R.I.P. Brad attitudes mom. 11.
2: John Davis's girlfriend.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we come back from
3: the break strong. Right? Man, let's, let's, let's keep like that- thinking of like this like I don't. Know, General Hospital, whatever you call it, one of those soap operas. Sunny got... Corinthos. Yeah, sure. John Davis just sitting by uh, Brad, who's mom's bedside as she's dying of cancer, and then
1: mm-hmm.
3: as the clock strikes nine eleven, she's <laughs> uh, and that's the that's the sign of her dying. Yeah, uh, and then John Davis has
2: to go out and find find the guy who gave her cancer <laughs> or whatever. That's how it works. <laughs>
3: And he just up. fucking goes to a microwave factory and just starts punching yeah. people. Yeah, the bipolar gangster <laughs> John Davis. Um, Only the general
2: hospital heads will know what I'm talking about. Mmm. Uh, uh, wifebeater versus gay porn star. Let's
3: go. Um, You're Air Force <laughs> versus Swan. Yeah. Um, what
2: a stupid athleticism.
3: <laughs> athleticism that was my one yeah i mean, think my one note um athleticism so we yeah i, Swan I flips the lips of an
2: irish whip yeah sure fuck it fuck it man <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no all right so i i mentioned uh earlier the concept of booking based on like uh tew statistical algorithms um this is that this is these two guys both have a a 91 high flying stat so we put them together and they will have a 91 rated match um but the thing is man you don't fucking actually want that you want an actual dynamic you want the the flyer versus the power guy
3: boxer versus you yeah. know
2: boxer versus puncher exactly um this is just a couple of i don't know dudes doing cool shit dude's doing dude things match.
3: yeah it's just a
2: blur. Um, A.R. Fox is spectacular in this era. He is He's still great, obviously. He's still really cool in 2018, which is not what year it is now. <laughs> Say, yo. So.
3: Yeah. Uh, A.R. Fox sucks 2019, yo. I haven't seen him yet because I'm still watching 2018 footage. Yeah, same here. Same here. Um,
2: yeah, one of these days. Um, but...
3: March he...
1: 1st.
3: Yep, that's right. Yeah, that's for me. That's yeah. my
2: date. Oh, that's look, man. I'm right there with you. I'm just trying to get that ballot in.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Respect the no. process. Right. For you, it's your entire life. Like, I got. <laughs> For me, it's you know it makes up a good forty five percent. Yeah. No. This. That line's this. this <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and I got kids, but. Ah. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're not do the eh. do the do the math, all right? Um, no, there's a diapers, lot of cool no. shit. Yeah, right. No. Hey, um I did take my uh, my baby registry out of my bio on Twitter, so you if you want to buy me diapers, you just got to you got to DM me. Um there's a lot of cool shit in this match. None of it resonated at all. Um I don't know. There's a, this is wrestling chant after some
1: Fucking wow, bullshit.
2: Yeah. Happens. Um, I
1: agree.
2: I agree. Yeah. Uh, Air Fox does some. Air Fox does this move where he, excuse me, Uh cocaine. Um, cocaine. He's got. He's got Swan in between his legs, and like he's gonna do a pile driver, or a power bomb, right? Mm-hmm. Fishes, uh, Swan's arms between his legs and grabs the wrists and does like a Teddy Hart fucking thing. Some real steezy W-ass. That's like the best description possible for this. Anybody listening knows what I'm talking about. Um, and catches him in just a regular-ass Northern Lights suplex. And then Rob Naylor says
3: that it's Hiroshi Hase-esque. <laughs> he would say that. That's 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 some Rob Naylor shit right there. If I ever heard it. I don't... Uh, Naylorism, is the kids to say. Yeah, him... Yes. <laughs> a nailerism. I love it. Uh, there was some definite confusion during this match for me so, at one point where, like, uh, Rich Swan seems to be hitting a uh, flipping double stomp at one point, but it actually was supposed to be a missed 450. Um, I suppose it's a bad move. But Fox gives the, the least amount of Fox possible. Um,
2: Zero Fox given.
3: And he's just, he's, back, he's on offense. It's, oh, he's time to shine. Even though he, I just saw him get boots to tummy. Um, but no, he's on it. Like, way on rice. That's
2: that's a bad move.
3: I'm, yeah, uh, sure.
2: We, we've we debated this already. And in, I in, think on episode three or four, whether the like triple jump 450 standing super flip thing is a good move or not. I mean, if he can't... I mean, so... If you're going to have a signature maneuver that is like a a high-flying splash thing, then you have... All right, so any wrestling move, any signature move that you're going to have as a wrestler, there needs to be a logical counter for it, right? There has to be a way for your opponent to block it or reverse it or counter it so that the momentum that you're putting into it Damages you just as much or almost as much as you would have done to them. Because that's how wrestling works, right? <laughs> that's the whole thing that we're doing here. Ridge Swan's little trampoline bouncy 450, standing 450 thing. If he can't make the full rotation so the guy can get his knees up, then it's a fucking bad move. It's basic shit that move that move fucking sucks because he can't do it consistently and successfully enough so that it can fit within the context that he needs it to fit in which is the guy putting his knees up it just looks like a fucking mess it's it sucks move sucks any questions no i'm
3: good i'm solid i'm i'm on board thoughts uh, gotnw Trevor, I did a with him. List. Oh yeah?
1: Yeah.
2: Was that before Shodate was on the internet?
3: Yes. Yeah. Can we
2: can we get G O T and W on this show and ask him about Shodate?
3: No. I don't I don't mean to be rude, but I couldn't understand him very much. So it probably wouldn't do me any good.
2: Wait, is he British? Nope. No what? <laughs> Where's he from?
3: <laughs> I don't really I couldn't place it. I want to say check, but that doesn't, I don't think that's right. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. All I knew is that I was not doing a very good job of <laughs> picking up what he was putting down in a very literal sense. Fuck it, man. Let's get him yeah, on. Fuck it. Has Shodate been on a podcast?
2: Oh, no. God, no. Hell you know, yeah. You know why? Because he's not a real person. Yeah. Okay. That's an he's, algorithm if I've ever heard one. He's some fucking white dude that you and I both know. He's just fuck, uh Man, I wonder if he was
3: one of the errands, you know? Calling you out, Aaron Bentley. <laughs> um, <laughs> Backstage. Oh, wait, sorry. Air Fox wins with Lomain Payne. Sure. Picks up that W. I don't remember. It doesn't uh, matter. Shima Zion. Who? Uh, DJ Z. Oh, you mean the horny guy who wants to go get a lap dance? <laughs> oh, yeah. He invites Facade and Jason Gorey to a gentleman's club. That's your segment. That's your backstage segment. Um, character development, think, baby. You know, so
2: he he asks Facade and Jason Gorey if they want to go to a strip club. Um, and then Facade does respond, but the audio is so poor... That I couldn't tell anything that was going on. W- was this your experience as well?
3: Yeah, I really couldn't tell what was going on. I just I just knew that Zion was being very pushy. Um, And for, I don't think Facade and Gory are necessarily the most well-spoken individuals. Um, meaning, like, they just don't... They... Uh, a lot. You know?
2: Well, they're also just not sitting there, like, being very horny after a wrestling show.
3: And I don't know what's wrong with them. They want. They have a long drive. So, so. <laughs> I don't know. Put in I know drives and put in those rides. You know. Yeah.
2: Okay. Make those towns and.
3: I don't have a rhyme for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was trying. I was hoping it would just you know just flow out of me. It would just,
3: just. You would. Get, you, would hope you just get there. Yeah, I hope it would just
2: bust right out of me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yep. um, it didn't though. Sometimes you, sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, there's a there's psychological reasons for that. There are physical reasons. Um, some people just don't bust like others. Um, so, I don't. I don't know. Always busting, in th- Z- Zim- That's right. That's that's what they call him. Um, I I think it's really strange that Gabe can't just get microphones that work. <laughs> I like don't do backstage segments if you
3: can't. How else are you supposed to tell stories? Audio. He's the what?
2: The, what's the story here that facade doesn't have a voice? Like literally, yeah. <laughs> he speaks and nothing comes out. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty compelling shit. I guess okay. it's like some lucha underground shit. People from Ohio don't have a voice in evolve.
3: Okay, uh, I cannot scream for I have no mouth. I gotta go. Um. I got nothing else to say for horny hor- horny ion cheyenne kyan <laughs> Kia Sorenta
2: that's him uh party rockies in the <laughs> house tonight um Chuck Taylor versus Tozawa.
3: oh you mean Chucky e. T versus Akuto Hadaka <laughs> yeah yeah um chucky e. T, new star of uh always evolve that's
2: right uh wait what wait. <laughs> 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 um no uh yeah Russell Splainy co-host um no Tozawa so I don't love Tozawa
3: sure okay I'm there
2: uh, but he was so hot in this period man he was on fucking fire um that like PWG run where he was wrestling Kevin Steen Generico he, that the matches I think he had two but specifically the 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 bowler match with um with Claudio Castagnoli is fucking marvelous. I love that match. I, I, I actually really dig that period of PWG, actually, that 2011, 2012 era. Um, and then Gabe just loves his boys so much and will stop at nothing to make them look like they're worth a fuck. Chuck
3: Taylor versus Akira Tozawa. Isn't that not good? No. Um. I do the the best moment of the match is when uh, Rob Naylor calls Tozawa one of his favorites, and Jimmy Jacobs says, <laughs> you have got a lot of favorites, don't you?" <laughs> um, yeah, I really like that. And I was like, "Okay, that's the match. Call it a day." Um, <laughs> and then at one point, Jimmy says that Chuck Taylor is deceptively athletic, and then Rob just immediately upset. Yeah, he's he's incredibly athletic, um, <laughs> which are two different things. Uh, in my mind, um, but Naylor just like always takes things up twenty degrees. I don't fucking get it. Um, but that's who he yeah. is. That's who he is. Always has been.
2: I, 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 I think I don't know if that's that. That is a deeply psychological thing for him. Um, it's, it's something in him that makes it makes him feel like he has to qualify every opinion that he has. Um, with you know, just the most hyperbole possible.
3: But even Uh, when he says things are good, it's always like, Yeah, it was good. Like (laughs) there's an undercurrent whenever he says something that's less when he says something is less than great, it's not good. Um which is so interesting. And I don't know if I've ever understood him or people like that, I guess.
1: Yeah.
2: It's it's deeply psychological. There's something wrong with his brain fucking wrestling fans god bless him i want to I, i'll tell you what uh me and siobhan have talked about uh uh guest uh like dream guests for wrestling is gross i want to get rob naylor on so badly so rob i i know you're gonna hear this i'm sorry that i said you uh have like a weird like the i'm uh, sorry i'm sorry i said that like the spot where your head meets your neck looks really weird uh did i say that out loud or what did i just think it
3: was that a different podcast
2: uh, anyways I'm sorry I said it um, and i'm I, I'm sorry that um said that this this stuff about your voice and about what's like probably going on like down there you know what I'm saying um, I would lo- I would love to have you on the podcast um, I, I bought a tape from you in two thousand three just one tape, but I bought it from you. You mailed it to my house um, at least I assumed that was you. Um, love those Jack Evans highlight videos. (laughs) Um, yeah, Chuck Taylor. Sorry. I got, I, I, I think this is the sort of match that sort of encapsulates what, what Evolve is. Um, you bring in a guy, or at least at this, in this era, you bring in a guy who is well above you. And again, I don't love Sozawa, but Sozawa is way above this. Um, just like Brian Danielson was way above Bobby Fish. This is that match again. Um it it feels like they're pushing the sky to be something that he can't be. Um I don't know. Hey, Chuck Taylor's bad. He does one of the dumbest arm drag spots. Did you did you notice this? I don't think so. Um He does he does like a, uh, you know, the classic like, uh, grab the wrist, run up the corner, do a spin and arm drag, you know, the classic yes, Lucha yep. bullshit. Um, but he like runs up the ropes with the wrist lock, lets go of the wrist, does like a three sixty, and then grabs the wrist again after he hits the apron and like pulls him over with the fucking, just the shittiest arm drag, and like this is this is the kind like. This is so stupid that Quackenbush would have seen this and just been like, "What the fuck, man?" Uh wait, well, would no, have been okay. like,
3: "No, yes, I think I know what you're talking about now."
2: Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. Um, just shit like that, man. He he's so bad. Chuck Taylor's so fucking bad. And I even like, well, this is, I'm gonna. This is probably mostly on on Zack Saber Jr. But Chuck Taylor and Zack Saber Jr. had some really good matches in PWG in 2017 um Chuck Taylor can rise to the occasion if he's working the right kind of thing. If he's working the right opponent, uh, oppo- opponent. um But man, this was not it. This is not even close to it. um I'm not gonna say Tozawa was wasted because what do you do with Tozawa? You bring him in to face your star or whatever.
1: Yeah, you should, but why is
2: Chuck size, Taylor your star? Size younger
3: than the cure, Yeah, like fuck it.
2: Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be different and weird. Um, why is Chuck Taylor your dude?
3: What I the don't fu- know. Um, Gabe's always had a fascination with, uh, the Chuck.
2: Yeah, with transphobes. Absolutely. Sorry. I gotta, I'm gonna try to mute myself before I do a big sniffle like that again.
3: No, don't do that. Don't you, don't you hide the imperfections. This is not, this isn't a show about doing that, about like not putting your best off forward. <laughs> um, yeah, this match is not good. Um, I don't yeah. think it's Tozawa's fault. Um, I don't know. Like again, I'm also not a big Tozawa fan. Um, he but, does some cool shit in that. Yeah, I've, the way I've, he
2: run, he runs along the apron and then like does a double jump up the ropes into a flying headbutt. That's cool. He,
3: yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I thought he he misses two headbutts in a row, and then just like eats it uh on Chuck's boot um on the third one. So I thought that was pretty good. Um He takes the sickest awful waffle yet. That's true. That's true. He does land really right on that noggin. Yeah. Um, that was a hell of a bump. But they also do like a couple of dueling spots that are kind of really dumb. Like they like Tozawa does a dive and then he goes for a second one, but Chuck meets him in the middle and bumps him out and then Chuck does a dive and then Fucking, mm-hmm. which is how it stops him from doing a second one, then fucking, it's just bullshit. That's the Evolve style now. That's what they've decided is what we do here. Yeah, I just, there's not a whole lot to like in this match. When you got no. Chuck Taylor doing a control segment, you just toss that one in the bin.
2: I I also should mention that I missed a big portion of this because I spent, like, I don't know, two or so minutes just... Like doing like baby talk and making silly faces at my two month old son, um, so I that's again metaphors uh, for what this is, um, but it I did notice when it ended that I was like oh you know, that was short enough. <laughs> it's a compliment. Um, it's like ten minutes. Yeah, I felt like that for a lot of these matches on the show. Um, like Gabe had a fucking curfew. He was trying to make. Like 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 John Moxley's WWE contract was gonna begin at ten PM that night and he had to he had to get that main event done before then.
3: Um okay. Can we can we want to move along now to Chuck Taylor versus Giant Gargano? Next match, the main event, John Moxley
2: versus Austin Aries.
3: Okay. Okay. Sounds good.
2: Right? That's what it was You would hope.
3: You would hope. They run oh, the that was well scheduled. So we got Chuck Taylor wins it with that with that awful waffle um which means we got two oh, awful waffle, awful waffle uh and now we got two evolve win leaders uh Chuck Taylor John gargano these two they let you know at the beginning of this evening that they were not gonna let it be neck and neck. Someone was gonna walk out of this evening as the evolve wins leader um so they have a damn match. I,
2: when this started, um, I was into it. I was like, this is first of all, two Chuck Taylor matches in a row. It's like my birthday and Christmas fell in the same goddamn Sign me day. Up. Like I, I, I have not, I have not had such luck. Um, since, I mean, what i bought a scratch off ticket one time and won like seven or eight dollars like that that's basically what this was for me um i i i cannot tell you what it meant to me um when i saw johnny take off that shirt and thought man i'm getting a second johnny gargano match tonight we're doing it finally doing it style battle came early we get we i you know every one of these shows what i've wanted was just to see the shittiest wrestlers wrestle more than once (laughs) and against each other how lucky can one guy be ain't that a kick in the head i was so happy
3: and then i don't know it's not really a match (laughs) yeah it's it lasts two minutes it's all about the whole premise is that you know what you're gonna see chuck taylor kind of kick out of some stuff to show that wow he just had a match but he's still fighting
2: um yeah is the stretch run from a longer match and then basically. gargano
3: gets the gargano escape
2: um the gargano escape it's a hell of a hell of a pun though.
3: yeah they really he really must uh the heart's donut too you know he's wow he's full of them yeah um and then it just ends, and that's a it's a really basic ending, and then we move on to the main event, right? Fucking Rebby Sky, throw it in the towel. Okay. That's not what happened. <laughs> what do you mean that's not what happened? <laughs> All
2: right, so ostensibly breaking it down into the most basic things. Yes, Rebby Sky bl- threw, threw in the towel, um, and Johnny Gargano wins. Chuck Taylor loses via um, the second throwing in the towel, right? This is the most whack shit I have ever seen. Um, it so basically, do you mind if I just go off and?
3: Yeah, we're we're at two hours deep. Let's go for it. Okay. I mean,
2: I, if you have it written down and you want to like say it the way that you've got it, it would, like fucking be my guest.
3: No, I don't have anything written down. I just got, I got one <laughs> line right now, and I don't think this is gonna be what you say. Okay. Um. So it starts with, rebu- <laughs>
2: no, it doesn't, it starts with Larry Dallas reaching in his pants. Okay. Okay. I feel and that. And he's, he's like rubbing. It looks like he is pulling his whole dick out and balls uh, of his pants. Um. And I'm just like, what? I'm just like, this is, it, this is Evolve 7. Save it for number 10. If you're pulling your dick out, Larry. Uh <laughs> We're going to cut your dick off, Larry. <laughs> uh, it's from something from uh, season three of the wire. Uh, when they, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh he doesn't pull his dick out. He pulls a, t- a towel out, a dick towel, a towel that was wrapped, uh, around his dick or at the very least placed very near his dick and balls. Um, and he hands it to, uh, Skye sky who, uh, Silas called his Whore earlier but she seems Like just a nice girl who doesn't want To hold the dick towel she's like what The fuck Larry why did you Hand me this towel that was Up your fucking butt I don't what am I doing Here and then Larry Larry Dallas goes to the other side Of the ring okay so you've got Gargano's got Chuck Taylor in the Gargano escape great pun Um, And then you've got Larry On one side of the ring Rebby sky with the dick towel on the other side of the ring. And Larry is yelling across the ring, instructing Rebby sky to throw the towel in, uh, essentially to, uh, to, to count Chuck Taylor out to force the submission and give Johnny Gargano the win. She does. Um, because presumably Larry Dallas is the one who has the drugs. And if she doesn't do it, she's not going to get to have the drugs too. Um, so she does it. She throws in the dick towel. Also, she just doesn't want to hold the dick towel anymore. She's sick of holding the dick towel in her hands and she wants to get rid of it. So she throws it in. Happy to do it. Referee rings the bell. Your winner, Johnny Gargano, new wins leader. Uh, he's six and two and, uh, what? Chuck Taylor's five and three, something like that. But who fucking knows what the math is at this point? Um, Larry gets in the ring. Larry Dallas gets in the ring, and starts yelling at Rebby Sky, pretending that she went into business for herself, threw the towel in on behalf of Chuck Taylor, causing him to lose. And Larry Dallas was. Oh, I don't know what happened. Chuck, she I don't know why she did that. Giving Johnny the win. Screwing Chuck Taylor over. And there's video evidence of this. Although, <laughs> I'll just say this. If Chuck Taylor's going to find out what actually happened, that Larry Dallas screwed him over, he's not going to be able to for at least three months because the DVDs don't come out <laughs> for at least three months. So basically what you got is a double screw job. Um, my man, Johnny G. Uh, fucking gets on the mic and says, Chuck screwed Chuck. And that everyone screwed Chuck, including Larry legend. Um, and it, it, you know, you think you would think Chuck Taylor's going to get up and just write WCW in the air with his finger. Um, uh, but no, it's, it's, this is, I'm, I, I was speechless after this. I, this is the, the most galaxy brain Sapolsky shit that we have seen yet. Um,
3: and Chuck screwed Chuck. I'm blown away. That was a line I, I, uh, wrote down. Chuck, 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 Chuck screwed Chuck. It's a hell of a line. So <laughs> good um, that it's hard <laughs> to even say. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't I'm going be honest, I wasn't paying that much attention. Um so did not pick up on the nuances of the Sapolsky booking. Um so really appreciate oh, you bring that down for us.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, no, of course, man. Of Every, course I'm an, evolves, I'm yeah. an analyst.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh
2: yeah, uh, uh, the Professor Mike the Gay. That's, a, that's my was my old character that I used to play. Uh it was a, it was a gay version of Mike Tanay.
3: Ah, uh, well, okay. Yeah. It sounds like it had legs, you know.
2: Uh, it wasn't <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah um uh, no i I think this is uh this is an important thing um I think this is this is as gay as it gets, you know
3: I well, think. I don't know next next segment's pretty gay,
2: <laughs> oh, I mean this is a different side
3: <laughs> of Gabe, different. two sides of the same gay, you know, yeah. um so let's take it backstage. Let's take yeah. it backstage. Um take Sa- it back. Sammy Callahan, Zach Sabre Jr. Um Wow, they were just having a, a bit of a a love fest. Um Sammy Callahan told Zach he should have been checking his Twitter because he, he he told him he was gonna tap him out at Evolve Seven. Uh which he makes sure to point out that we are at Evolve Seven. Um but there's just respect off the goddamn page here. Like it's off the charts. Um, just like, yeah, you're so good. You do you do this wrestling thing real real hot. Um, and <laughs> I, I just hated every second of it. Yeah, it sucks. Um, These guys suck.
2: The Sammy looks really disgusting.
3: Oh yeah, uh, sitting there
2: with his singlet still on, but the straps pulled down, and just leaned back. In the you ever um you ever like take like a funny picture, and you just try to like try to mush up your like double chin fat as I don't know how your anatomy works, but I, I have a classic double chin um that I hide with a very thick beard. Um but if I try, I can really show it off. I can just really do a big fat guy and uh Sammy is doing a whole fuck he's like really channeling his inner two thousand eight fat Sammy um in this scene. He looks like shit. Anyways. Oh yeah. Uh he tells he tells Saber to uh to uh check his Twitter more and uh now we know who to blame for woke uh wet leftist uh Zack Saber. Uh yelling Corbin all the time. So there you go. Um Sammy, welcome to the fucking resistance my front.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck.
2: Main event time.
3: John Moxley versus Austin Aries. Um, Fuck. It feels weird, given the news that came out that Moxley is going to be done with the World Wrestling Entertainment um, in April. Um, And now we're watching his last damn match on the Indies. um, Where he theoretically can go back to work in Austin Aries. Um, Oh, I hope so. That would be the dream, right? House of Hardcore. Hell yeah! Tommy Dreamer booked that shit. The Twitch TV fifty. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is an MLW main event if I've ever seen one. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! I didn't like this match a whole bunch. Yeah. I don't know how you felt about it, but um, yeah, I like, think Moxley is best when he can just be like this this raw motherfucker, mm-hmm. um can be a little bit eccentric, can be a little bit wild and like really just pff, let's get some dumb character work in there. Um but he doesn't really do that. He just tries to have a wrestling match. Yeah. Um there
2: so yeah. the the biggest spot of this is, for me was the crazy as hell suplex over to the top to the floor. Uh it looked dangerous but like realistic in a way because Moxley's a crazy person who wrestles like a crazy p- person, but like also a smart crazy person, methodical. Wants to beat the guy, but he'll kill, excuse me, kill himself to do it. What you said about Moxley just working a wrestling match. That's not on him. Um, this is oh, okay. I think this is a, a problem with Austin Aries. That is always a problem with Austin Aries. Um, First of all, he's one of the worst possible opponents for Moxley, just in terms of meshing of styles, Um, especially in a setting like this, especially in like the Evolve work rate. um, You know, we'll never get too violent unless Homicide's in their setting. And that's the thing about Moxley in the previous matches that he's been in um, for Evolve, or at least the two, the two main ones, the younger match and the Homicide match, uh, both got to be you know, violent dances. <laughs> um no, they both get to be, you know, kind of brawly and especially the homicide match and and good. They got to play off of his strengths. Um Austin Aries is a guy who I feel like is almost completely unwilling to work his opponent's match. Um I get the sense That Austin, First of all, Austin Aries, I think, is an egotistical dude. Like, it comes through. I know it's his character, but it feels very genuine. Um, I get the sense that he comes in with his agenda for his match. Um, And this is not – I'm not talking character work. I'm talking when they're backstage before the match uh, and they're laying out spots. I think he probably plans like 80% of every match. And you can see it, too. If you, like, think about it in this context, you can see – Here's a man hitting his spots and the guy he's wrestling. Well, he's there for those spots. Like that's, that's what an Austin Aries match is now. I don't want to fucking ruin Austin Aries for people, but that's what his fucking matches are. He does his match and he has one match. Um, Sometimes it's good, but it's the same fucking match. I, I I don't I don't I don't think he is
3: a giving wrestler. I think he's a selfish wrestler. Um, and to that point, I think he almost builds in non-selfish points into his match to give the facade or just give the appearance that mm-hmm. oh, I am I'm not just a worker. I'm I'm making this guy a star. Um, I'm really giving this person the rub. Um, totally. To like even that feels disingenuous to what he's actually fucking doing. Uh,
2: yeah. He's, he's agenting segments for <laughs> like, he's, he's watched a couple of Moxley matches and he's like, Hey, I like this thing you do. Here's where you're going to do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's weird. And I, I think it would be interesting to watch more Austin Aries matches in that context. Um, it's something I kind of noticed that Chuck Taylor match last week or two weeks ago that we watched. Um, but i i
3: i, I, I like austin aries and i'll like sure like you said this is not a good matchup like i don't think for either guy sure. i don't think um and then chuck taylor is not gonna match it for any wrestler on this fucking earth no um, definitely not. so He's not like
2: jr in a fucking garbage brawl that's it yeah two guys out of their comfort zone um that works um this match has a ton of problems, and I, I think some of the work is good, though. I think the finishing stretch is pretty good. Um, there's an effective near fall off of 450 uh, that I thought was for sure the finish. Um, they do a double pin tease off the superplex, where they like both put their legs up in the air, and they hook each other, so both shoulders are down, um, which is like a dumb as hell fucking spot. But since we're talking about Gabe the Genius here, I bought into it, because... Who would finish a main event that way? Gabe would. Hell yeah. So it's a weird thing about Evolve is that even the dumbest shit you can buy as a finish because you've been trained to expect the dumbest shit
3: always. Um, I think the finish is somehow a little bit worse than that even. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, the trading of the submissions and all that? Oh, no. the, The finish is just... Moxley doing for a sunset flip and then Austin Air's clutch. The sitting down with it. Just like, oh, sit. I, yeah, that's a free. I, I like a
2: good clutch pin. I don't know. I'm, i I was okay with that. Um but it depends on, you know, what you value as like a as a finish in a main event if you wanted like, to. Like I
3: need like there to be some franticness. I need to be like in those situations where like a clutch pin comes out of nowhere where it feels like there's very little setup between that sunset flip and anything happening exciting beforehand. Um, sure, it's just a solo move in that instance.
2: Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. No. I. I. I think a lot of that stuff could have been done better. Um,
3: so fucking nailer says violence party style.
2: Yeah, uh, he loves to reference anything he can. He at some point he says Tommy Rich style. Uh, fucking. I don't I don't know what the fuck this dude's talking about. Um Moxley oh. grabs the wrench that they were using to ring the bell, which reminded me when like when we were kids, we would we had like a hubcap and we would just knock a hammer against it and that was our ring bell. Um no, and he grabs the wrench uh and takes it in the ring and he's like thinking he's at war with himself. He's gonna he's gonna hit Austin Aries with it. He's on his way out. Moxley's going to the WWE. He's got nothing to lose. He could go out there and he just murder Austin Aries with the fucking wrench. Um and he just does his like worst his like the abs- absolute worst Roddy Piper at WrestleMania 8 impersonation that I've ever seen. Um and then I guess doesn't do it. And yeah, we, we move into the finishing sequence. Um I noticed that Austin Aries Brainbuster more often than not looks like shit. Do you have thoughts on that?
3: Can you say that one more time?
2: Uh Austin Aries Brainbuster more often than not looks like shit.
3: I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I agree. This match I don't think it's got a good one out there. But like the vast majority of the time, when he hits one, I'm like, you know what? That's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. Maybe um, it's just
2: Moxley's very tall.
3: Yeah. That. Well, i seen Ares hit the Brain Buster on Moose. And it looked real damn good. That did look
2: good. I know what you're talking about, actually. Um, um, that's an exception for sure. Okay. I, this match, for sure, um, has his Brainbuster here. Have you seen a... After I've watched... Uh,
3: watched Homo Ishii's quote unquote brain buster. You know, there's uh you know you're not yeah. the, the bar's been set as far as what I expect from a, a brain buster. Yeah, that might might as well be
2: considered a different move. I um, yes. Fair. Especially if you're like considering the ones he did, like Hanma or whatever. Um no, uh have you seen I don't know how much early nineties WCW you've seen, but how familiar are <laughs> how how familiar are you with Jimmy Garvin's brainbuster? <laughs> not very. Not very oh, at all. Oh man, you should look it up. It's terrible. Okay. Um on. that's what that's what the one he hit on Moxley here looks like. Um and I just wanted to throw that out there because I think it's really funny to compare Austin Aries to Jimmy Garvin. Um no, I I know people love Austin Aries for his execution. And his like natural charisma, his physical charisma that he can uh display without saying a word um without playing to the crowd, he's just got an energy to him um that is natural and just you know electric. The guy is a natural wrestler he is a pro wrestler he's as fucking pro wrestling as they get um it's he you know it's the it's it's just cocaine. Um, he doesn't come off as a coke guy, but you can see the cocaine in him. Um, and yeah, I get why people like him. I think he sucks ass though. I think he's bad at putting a match together. Um, I think maybe early on in his career, before he was able to um sort of take control of every match that he was in, maybe it was different. But yeah, I I think Austin Aries you know, to what, 2009 and on is a not a good wrestler. That's my that's my Austin Aries take.
3: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, this match, not good. Um,
2: Nice post-match.
3: You know, just... Yeah, in the post-match, you got Aries saying, you know what, Mox, this is your moment. Take this shit. Um... Then you got the Dub Boys coming out, and also Zach and Jigsaw. Wait, wait the Dub Boys? Yeah, we're calling them the Dub Boys. Um, Nate McCall. What? We got Ar A- Nate- Fox, Risswan, and Sammy Callahan. Um, of the folks on this damn show from CZW, that's them. Dave McCall and Nate Carter, the Dub Boys. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Former CCW champion tag champions.
3: Um, Mox calls this a good crowd, which you can't say that about most evolved crowds. So I'm glad he got this one. Um, this crowd's pretty hot. Most this, of is, the this is the best evolved
2: crowd we've seen for sure. For sure, it
3: might end up being the best evolved crowd through hundred ever fucking fifty yeah. shows.
2: Hey man, the one the first one in uh, Summit Illinois, uh, I'm there, and you can see me screaming during it. Um,
3: in your in your granddad, na- Manoa mask, you know? Nope, nope. Yep. that's
2: not, that's not me. Manoa, I uh, fucking <laughs> dare you.
3: <laughs> ah, sorry, sorry. You're more of a great Sasuke guy. I get you, I get you. I heard that line yeah. clear. <laughs> yep, me and Alex Navarro. <laughs> Respect to the legends, you know. Yep. Um. Uh, Moxley says he's he can still say fuck for a few more days. So the crowd st- starts a fuck chant yeah um mox, classic mox not a guinness guy um yeah no fuck guinness man <laughs> of course a, not he wants an american-made light beer yeah i mean that's also bad but like so, i like uh, that i enjoy the sentiment yeah i don't know if he like he pivoted in the right direction though um maybe overcorrected. <sighs> yeah
2: uh, no, I I like I like that though. I I also like the part where he tries to get Air Fox to drink with him and Air Fox is just like like high as fuck and he's just like no, I'm
3: good, man. <laughs> yeah, I uh, because Air Fox fucking warrior. Um yeah. And then like does Fox drink or does he just smoke?
2: I I mean, he he was pretty adamant about not having a sip of that beer. Yeah, so. he like he was against
3: it, but like I just didn't yeah. know if like that was a
2: yeah, I a lifestyle no idea. choice. It feels I like we've, see
3: it we've seen Fox enough where you would you would think you would know that part about the man.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I mean my I mean during my like heavy weed period, I'd never drank because uh-huh. you don't. What the fuck's the point? If you can do the one, don't do the other for sure.
3: Okay. Sure. Um, that's my that's my hot take on smoking marijuana. <laughs> smoking that marijuana. Okay. That's right. Um, Knox gives his <laughs> hand to the Evolve locker room. Um, says that Austin Aries is as good as it fucking gets. I don't know. You have to say that. You got. You don't have to. It's your fucking prom. It's your fucking last thing you're gonna say before you go to the big leagues. You don't gotta give yeah. Austin Aries shit.
2: One day he's gonna come across Austin Aries in that in that very big league where Austin Aries will be working the match with the purple ropes. <laughs>
3: Where he fucking belongs. <laughs> not getting paid for those uh, DVD sales, you know. For uh... <laughs> um, this was a nice little send off, though. Yeah,
2: I liked it. I liked it. I want to see uh, Moxley work a death match.
3: Now, do you think there's any chance there that that could happen? No, no. I'm in a slat group, and they were like, "Yeah, he'll do one." Yeah, one. I guess he'll do one. Like, I don't see why not.
2: I want to see him like do if, the tour, man.
3: I like want to see him David, go all over. If David Stark can fucking do some death matches, John Moxley can do some death matches in 2019.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I want to see him go everywhere, man. I, I don't want to just see one game changer match or whatever. I want to see him work fucking vicious, vicious outcast.
3: Wrestling. Yeah, you're gonna see him work. Uh, Cody Rhodes, yeah, for sure, for sure. No, man, I want. It's to see him... Sorry. I want Moxley yeah.
2: and El De Um, I want Moxley to go on Wrestling is Gross.
3: And wrestle um, him some Adam Page. Yeah, I feel you.
2: Yeah, man. Adam Page can come on the podcast too. No, John Moxley. Um, Chase Owens,
3: yeah. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, Bullet Club member, Chase Owens. Oh, Bullet Club, hell yeah. <laughs> Love those guys. Love those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah!
2: <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. Um. So, post show, uh, backstage, Silas and Johnny thing. Do you want to talk about that? No, I didn't see it. I didn't. Oh, there's a there's a there's a tiny segment at the Give end where me. uh Larry Dallas and uh, Rebby Sky and Johnny Gargano and Chuck Taylor are walking down a hallway. Uh, Chuck looks sad. Johnny also looks kind of despondent. Like he doesn't know if he's allowed to be happy. Um, Larry Dallas is, you know, he's high on cocaine, presumably, uh, Rebby sky looking like she's just trying to survive. Um, and they walk down the hall. Silas young steps in front of Johnny Gargano and just kind of stares him down. I don't know. He says something, um, Who fucking knows? But they're keeping the Silas and Johnny story going. Not excited for that match. Don't even know if it ever happens. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? Um, I think it's been a poorly executed storyline. But I do respect the genius, Gabe, for attempting at least some level of long-term storytelling. And I bet um, if the Harry Wrestling fan were here, he would have been busting... Repeated multiple nuts over this. Um, and that's that's Evolve, uh, what is it, 7?
3: That's Evolve 7.
2: It's Evolve 7.
3: I'm going to go out and say Best Evolve Show Yet.
1: What?
2: Are you for real?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm going with what? it. I didn't get that sense from the way you talked about the matches.
3: <laughs> yeah. But, like, there's a whole lot of just... Inoffensive garbage here. Yeah. Um so like, even the stuff that's bad, like it's fifteen minutes max of your time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And the grand scheme for what I feel like we've been through. Um there are shows with better matches than Saber Jr. versus Sammy Callahan. Mm-hmm. Um But there's also like matches that are like considerably with multiple matches worse than the worst stuff on this card.
2: Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking now. Is there anything? Huh. And someone Evolve? that was not a
3: big fan, of the either Danielson match. Sure, sure, sure.
2: Um, Evolve 3 has Younger and Moxley. Um, it has that fucking Team Beyond match.
3: Has nope. Cole versus Sammy Callahan. Jagger Gargano versus Ricochet.
2: Yeah, yeah, it does have those things nice. too. Um evolved right,
3: fi- like Evolve 3 might be like it's up there, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, there's not right. a lot of con- like this this half of this heap is not very thick.
2: God Ken Doan was on one of these shows. <laughs> I
3: forgot about that.
2: Um all right, guys. how about this? How about how about this? Um it is I- I'll say this. It's tied for the least bad. Okay, yeah, Bullshit. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. That's with like two or three others. Sure, sure. Oh man, remember Brad Allen versus Silas Young?
3: Okay, hell yeah. Third oh wow, history. I just looked at some stat lines for Evolve Eight, and that's I don't want to tell you about it. Um... Well,
2: I I all I see is the date, the name of the show, the location. And that on Cage Match, the rating is a 4.62.
3: Not a great one. Not a great rating.
2: Super low. From the Cage
3: um, Match faithful.
2: Yeah, no, and they love Evolve, too.
3: They love these guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. That, that's Evolve 7. I thought it was a pretty easy to watch show. Yeah, it was fine. One really good match. I enjoyed the Size Young match. I enjoyed... um. The opener with Shima, Zion, and Jimmy Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Um, That's his name. Best Johnny Gargano match in Evolve history up to this point. Um, I don't know. Maybe ever. Who knows? Um, thought the tag match was fun. Um, if, like, not a whole lot to it. Air Fox versus Swan, Pretty bad, but, like, also, like, you know what they were doing. Um... Tozawa Tuck-Taylor sucked. Moxley versus Aries, who gives a shit. Um, Sounded like you said Tuck-Taylor. Yeah, I did. That's I cool. That's pretty good. Um, Johnny
2: Gargano versus John Davis went
3: 13 minutes.
2: Are we sure that was okay?
3: I don't know. I just knew it had Jack Cameron and a really good Spinebuster, which is better than most Johnny Gargano matches up to this point. Sure. So, like, I, in comparison... Comparatively to what I've experienced with Gargano, it was fine. Wow. That's a lot
2: of that's a lot of minutes.
3: In reality, I don't know, but I can't put myself into a experience where I've not seen Johnny Gargano wrestle before.
2: Man, I wish uh, he could. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I, man, I, that's I, a dream.
2: <laughs> you know, um. There's a little show called NXT where you can watch some some really good weekly Gargano if you're. If I don't you're interested. know
3: if that's, that's that sounds not true.
2: Um, here's this. Uh, here's a review on Cage Match of Jigsaw the wrestler 5.0. Uh, he really is a very bipolar performer. <laughs> great, great in Did the you ring. That? Nope, great in the ring, terrible in the mic. It's oh cool. yeah, he's got a, his fucking mouth is sewn shut.
3: Uh fuck. Uh next Evolve, Evolve 8, Style Battle. We're in it. Style battle. Style battle.
2: Uh bring back uh bring back style battle.
3: Whole promotion was based on this one show.
2: That's right. That's right. Um hell of a hell of a thing. And um, style battle. Important and I'm still waiting on season two. Um I'm hoping it's like uh like a true detective sort of thing where they're just taking a couple years off. Uh, reworking the old writing staff. They bring David Milch on and uh and that and, for season three. Yeah, Mahershala Ali versus Johnny Gargano.
1: <laughs> I want.
3: Hell yeah. Um that's what they should just call the next Cruiserweight classic, just style battle.
1: Yeah, for I, sure.
3: I'd, I'd be for there sure. for it. There are two competitors, style battle.
2: Yeah, put Lenny and uh put Lenny and Lita on the <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Yeah. Now we're talking.
3: Man, could you imagine um Maro and Lenny? I <laughs> No. No I can't. Um Any closing thoughts that you want to give uh the fine people that listen to this damn podcast? Um well
2: first of all, I'm sorry it went so long. Um I I'm always sorry. I don't know how two and a half hours goes by this quickly. This, this
3: show was longer than the show.
2: Um, I think it's good. I think I think it's good that we do this. Um, we talk about a lot of stuff. Um, we're breaking down why Austin Aries is overrated. Um, speaking, I think we're
3: speaking truth to power. I hear you.
2: Yeah. Uh, we we call out some people. Um I think that's the most important thing really. Uh because there are a lot of podcasts out there, right? Yeah. I don't know. I I I know you have some enemies. Uh, I don't have I got, enemies. I don't know what you, No. That's you. Well, I, I got a lot. I know. And uh you know, you're you're my friend and basically all those people are also your enemy now.
3: <laughs> okay. 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 Uh,
2: so when we're backed up against the wall and I'm swinging my fucking chains or whips or nunchaku um, and I hand you a switchblade or a butterfly knife I expect you to fight the errands with me are you willing to do that? I
3: you know gotta do what you gotta do I guess
2: that's right for the good of the pod
3: um I'm excited for style battle I'm you know, knowing what I know now, I'm not. Um but all right, we're gonna do it anyway. Um Let's do it. All right. You can follow us on Twitter at Haskins Promo. Yeah. Which yep. I I didn't do a great job this week. Or two weeks tweeting uh for anyone's pleasure. Yeah, I gotta I gotta I gotta do got some more. I got, we'll try to do better. Yeah. Um,
2: I got I got so many accounts now. I'm. You're
3: swimming in accounts.
2: That's right. That's right. I I keep getting blocked by the same people on multiple accounts.
3: Damn. How, I wonder how, how that happens.
2: Know. How do they know? <laughs> um.
3: Curious. I could tell you probably how they know. I got a, probably a hot tip for you. Yeah. Yeah. Block lists. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. That's all I got for you guys. Thanks for thanks all for listening. Appreciate it. Yeah. Two weeks. Hey man, we'll be back.
2: Thank you for being here and recording this for two and a half hours with me.
3: Thank you for being my friend. There you go. Golden girls.
2: Yep.